it is a really obscure time to go into a podcast. The, the daylight savings time has messed with my head. Mm. Coffee's already cold, but we got the truth mug going on. That, God darn it. Am I going to have to go? I am going to have to go upstairs and heat up that coffee. I uh, don't have a lot of standards, obviously. Um, but, man, I need that coffee hot. I need that hot. I could sleep. I really... Um, it was windy as all get out last night, and uh, temperature has gotten cold. It's get, it's getting cold now in South Dakota, uh, and unjustly, unrighteously, and as a violation of of coming in God's face Himself, the weather decided to be colder in South Dakota than Minnesota, which pisses me off greatly. It's supposed to be 15 degrees warmer here. It's supposed to be more moderate. Uh, but the fates that be has made it cold. You know what happens when it gets cold is uh, it, it's not, this isn't funny. I know you're going to think this isn't funny. The women will steal the blankets. And I was cold and I kept fighting. And this is the women are not conscious or evil or doing this on purpose to make you cold. They're just, I got to protect the babies. The babies I'm not having are the babies that I might have. Give me the blankets, you freaking quanta. And there's skinny, scrawny Cappy shaking his ass off cold. Not dancing, freezing. And I kept fighting. I kept bringing like, damn covers, woman. And for once, you can't punch them. <laughs> they don't know... Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They, she's out to the world. I'm like, God damn it, you fucking bitch. Give me the fucking covers. God damn it. And then still unconscious. Like, uh, she's still like every 30 minutes. So it was cold. Wind was howling. And uh, it's one of those things, you know, this will happen to you guys if it has had, if it hasn't happened already. You'll you'll just get up and that thing in your brain or whether you got to pee or poo. It's like, no, we're getting up now. No reason to go back. We were disturbed from our peaceful slumber. Remember that time we were dreaming and having those nice dreams? What was I dreaming about? They all kind of, I can remember my dreams a good two or three hours after I wake up. <clears throat> but the immediate uh, hour is just groggy in the brain. What the heck was I dreaming? They've been pleasant dreams. Not not too bad. I'm always at a place. I'm at some place with someone in my past, usually good. And and nothing, no real plot, no real, just, just bumming around doing stuff. A couple times there's a sense of urgency to do dreamlike things, which is an obtuse objective. Not really like, oh, I had to do this. What were you dreaming? Oh, we had to do this thing. Well, what was it? Well, it was really fucking clear in my brain at the time. But the details now are a little hazy. But it was very important we did the thing. Oh. That would be weird. So I, I had nice, wherever I was, dreaming, sleeping. And then um, the wind was just blowing stuff all around and make a noise all right we're gonna get up now and daylight savings daylight saving and like oh is that why the oven's clocks are the right time and my phone is the one that's fucked up how dare my phone tell me the real time and that's earlier than it actually is 
and so we're gonna do that. And it was it was like, oh, so quickly back to normal. We're just so quickly back to normal. Like I looked at my to-do list. Holy cow, there's nothing. Call grandma. That's on the top of the to-do list. I gotta call grandma. And um I I, I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I remember what I used to do when there was nothing on. We do podcasts. Remember when we did podcasts regularly, ladies and gentlemen? Remember I sometimes I do two a week? My God, I'm starting to get back. Back to the gym, back to podcasting, and here we are. You know, Jennifer, I'm gonna go to wherever you are. I'm gonna kick you in the crotch. <laughs> Just gonna get a running start. Man, I'm in a pouty mood. All right, Cappy didn't get his sleep. Cappy didn't get his sleep. And uh, yes, that's what I watched a movie yesterday. Um, just so you know, I I watched actually two movies. And I was talking to a buddy of mine at the Cigar Lounge, and I, I had watched Bandit and Bullet Train. You know, two titles that aren't trying to be more than they are. Like the new movie out called Devotion, where it's a black guy. Did I mention there's a black guy? There's a black guy in this. But there's, so there's this movie coming out called Devotion, and it has a black guy. And the black guy does, he's this black guy, and he does, the, and it's about, and maybe there's some fighter pilot stuff going on in the career, but there's a black guy. And I'm like, well, tell me you're a woke uh, film without telling me you're going woke. So me, him, and another guy were talking about it. Like, are you going to go see it? And I'm like, no. I, I, I just, I, I, I just want, I just want to see a movie, man. I just want to see a good movie. I'm not asking for Die Hard. Or Midnight Run or Butch Cassidy the Sundance Kid. I'm just looking for a good movie. We're talking about how like the new gold standard, which is drastically dropped, is if it's just a good flick. Where you where you felt like you didn't get fucked in the ass by a broken glass dildo wrapped with barbed wire after watching it. Either in terms of cost or the sermoning left this political lecture uh at the end of it. And uh, we both agreed that Top Gun, the second one, Maverick, it fit. That's like that's kind of the standard. It's the new standard. Was it the greatest movie I ever saw? No. W- was it like kind of tongue in cheek? Like, there's no way. Come on, Penny Benjamin, really? And you're like, ah, you're right. The first one, it wasn't really. You know, you can't flip that kind of stuff. Like, all right, we'll let it go. It, it, it's a movie. And it's like, at the end of the movie, did you have a good time? Yeah. Tom Cruise took us for a ride. A good one. Without touching in the bad spots. <clears throat> without the without the bad touches, Tom Cruise took us for a ride. And we all enjoyed it. You know, is it your, I don't think it's anyone's favorite movie, but it's like, that was a solid flick. Solid flick is the new gold standard. Because you know whatever the, the, the old fart boomers give the awards to, right? The awards. Remember how boomers ruined awards? Remember when you were younger? Maybe you're not you're not old enough to remember when you were younger that like winning the uh, what's the movie thing called the Academy Award when you won the uh, best picture, best film. Maybe it wasn't your personal favorite, but it was it was guaranteed to be a good film. Now it's all shit. Like it's almost the opposite. Like if you get a Nobel Peace Prize, you really suck at your job. Um, <clears throat> so the the Nobel, not the Nobel Prize, the 
the what is considered good or the best in Hollywood, the um, Academy Awards, the not the Grammys, is it the Grammys? It doesn't matter. Anything with the MEYs at the end of it, it's all, it's all, it's horrible. It's just it doesn't mean anything anymore. <clears throat> so just a good solid flick. That's the new standard. And Top Gun Maverick was one of them. Bullet Train, simple, straight up, no bullshit, no drama. Is there a black guy in there? Yes, there is a black guy in there. You know what he does? He plays a good role, a critical role. And there's no like, hey, we go, yo, bros. We white people down in the H wood. That's Hollywood, bro. We down with your cause, yo. Uh. Like that, that synthetic fake plastic white down with you. That wasn't there. Oh my God. They treated a black guy like a human being and an actor. <clears throat> and he's. There's no critic. That's that's that why I liked about Bullet Train. There was no critical actor. Brad Pitt is the main actor, but he really is just this vehicle by which the movie happens. Kind of like Indiana Jones, where the movie happens to him, although he's very participatory. Um, <clears throat> Brad Pitt is less involved. I mean, obviously, he is involved in the movie and his actor, uh, his character is. But it he really is just for you to watch what's happening on the train. And it's a modern day upgraded version of, you know, the who done it, uh, murder on the Orient Express. That's kind of what this was, but a lot of murder going on. And it's tongue in cheek and it's funny in some instances. But the characters, that's what it was. When you look at it, it's like, okay, the who done it is truly secondary to here we're painting a collage of all these different colorful characters. And I I don't want to ruin it for you because there's like like there's like different characters that pop up. You're like, whoa, what's this weird lady's problem? Oh, I'm sorry, there is a black woman, maybe Latin, Latina, maybe maybe Latin X. Bro, we the white people in the high H wood down with the Latin X, yo. You have my permission to kick them square in the nuts. Anyone that does that, you have my permission. <clears throat> um. But yeah, she's, it's, it's like, uh, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it was a really good, it was a really, it was a solid flick. Like I didn't get lectured. We didn't get reminded about how that group of people is oppressing us or how we are oppressing them or how we unjustly earned our living by working hard and making sacrifices. And the people with the different plumbing and the hoo-ha are oppressed because of reasons we don't completely understand. And, oh, my God, did you know Republicans in the Senate? There was none of it. None of it. <clears throat> Bad stuff's going down on this train. I thought maybe even the train, like the bullet train, oh, my God. Is it going to blow up into a building? The terrorists take it over? No, it, it could be a slow-moving train. It could be the subway for all you care. It just it that's just the the stage that it's on. And they there's some cameo appearances. You're like, oh, is that who that was the entire time? And there's uh oh, what's his name? The really good looking guy, um, Channing Tatum, I think, is, is the actor. He's in it. He's got a bit part. I'm, I'm not ruining anything, but it's pretty funny how they got it. <laughs> it's just a good flick. Is it going to be your favorite? Probably not. But if I think what, what we're all worried about with the movies 
is uh, do we waste our time? Because, like, when you were a little kid, any movie was a good movie because the, the reason you went to the movie was the act of going to the movie. Lights go down. You're young. You don't have a lot of stories in your in your memory. You know, everything is new. Like, oh, my God, is uh, is Voltron going to form at the end? I don't know if they're going to win this one, boys and girls. Is G.I. Joe going to win? <clears throat> is no one going to die? And we're going to make sure that we see the people parachuting out of the fighter plane that came by? You get the idea. Um, But as an adult, okay, you've seen it. It's not novel anymore, so the bar keeps going up. <clears throat> and you're kind of like, ah. Half an hour round trip to go see this flick. Fifteen, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. When I went to Maverick, it was thirty minutes of advertising. Be here at two fifteen. Guess what Cappy does? Because I'm not an inferior human being. I know a lot of you are like, well, you know, two fifteen means more like two thirty. Why are we piss poor like a South American country that has a manana attitude? Okay, look at that stick in the mud with the stick up his ass. He's always on time. Uh, you know, it, economics is boring in one regard. Let's remove all the sexy analytical shit that politicians try, like, oh, race and gender and what genitalia. Hey, how about simple shit like everyone shows up on time, huh? Huh? Look at GDP go. Hey, how about not majoring in stupid shit? Wow. It's an economic miracle. He didn't talk once about traits. He just said, get your head out of your ass to everyone. <clears throat> anyway, so you get screwed over in the, in the prequels of the previews and all that other shit. And then... um. And then the movie, you know, it's a two-hour movie. If they, and I, I, man, that's a time commitment as an adult. Kid, you got nothing, no opportunity cost. You don't even know what any any story is a good story. Anything new. <laughs> but as an adult, you get you know, opportunity costs. I got things going on. Fun things. Mowing the yard. Caulking the windows. You know, fun, sexy shit you young kids get to look forward to when you grow up. <clears throat> um... This was not one. Now, the only reason I was watching Cappy, did you go to the movie? No, I was forced to watch it on a plane. I was flying down to Miami to see Fresh and Fit. I'm on the show. Go watch the video. We, we had a good time. But that would have been a movie that if I went to the movie theater, knowing full well to show up like half an hour after the start time so you see the movie and not the pre previews. or and It wasn't even previews. advertisements. Oh, my God. Can you movie theaters just... Not have the same five fucking commercials running. Look, look. All right, I know you already got got the broken glass dildo up my ass. Could you? It's not even lube, but could you remove the barbed wire and at least have more than the same five commercials all the time, cycling every six minutes? Just can't you sell advertising more? <clears throat> So if this was in the theater, I would have gone seen Bullet Train and not felt too screwed over. Actually, not screwed over at all. Walk away. Yeah, it's good. And the ending, oh, the ending was cute. It was absolutely charming. It was great. Great ending. And so it was good to see that. And then last night, we rented Bandit on Amazon or Netflix or something. 
because the girlfriend like, do you want to watch a movie? No, no, I really don't. <clears throat> I want to go do something. I don't know what it is, but we've achieved this pinnacle of life where there's no crisis. There's no nothing to do. You know, you're getting old when do I want to watch a movie? And Hollywood has made it so bad that I'm like, I'd actually rather go find a good sermon by R.C. Sprawl. I'm not even Christian. I'd, I'd, it's almost not, nothing will be this bad where you ever say, I'd rather read a book. It'll never be. If I ever say that, put a bullet in my head. I'm done. But I'm like, man, I'd rather do anything than watch a movie. And, and again, that's not, that's not being fair necessarily to the request of the girlfriend. She just wants to watch a movie. I'm more like, these movies suck. They fucking suck. I watched Samaritan with Sly Stallone because I think Sly's a brilliant actor. Oh, mock me if you might. He, he wrote Rocky <clears throat> at 1 through 17. Um, so, oh, Samaritan. That's got Sly Stallone. And I watched it. It wasn't a bad movie, but it was made for 13-year-old boys. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like a comic book hero. It was dark. It was pretty good. Acting was very marginal. Not on Sly's part. Kid did good too. It was, it was oh, the, the bad guys. I'm like, well, really? Sly screwed me over. And so now you gotta you gotta be real real careful with these movies. So she says, Oh, there's this movie called Bandit. <clears throat> Bandit. Bandit. Okay. What's it about? Oh, real story about Canada's most successful bank robber. Happened in the 80s. Starring Mel Gibson. Okay. All right. A guy who didn't have his penis cut off. All right. Tell me more. <clears throat> so we rented, and it's based on a true story, a Galvin something. Galvin Gilbert, Gilbert, Galvin, something like that. He's a kind of small-time thief in America. He escapes low-security prison. And he escapes to Canada. And it's kind of cool to realize a mere 30 years ago, like, oh, he would get tracked by cell phone, no cell phone. He'd get tracked if he used his credit card, no credit card. Although that's how they get him in the end, um, which I predicted. I was like, see, see that, babe? It's foreshadowing. What do you mean? How'd you know? Because my IQ is off the fucking charts. She's not that dumb. That's just for effect. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I was kind of like, well, that's a dumb move. That's a dumb move. I'm like, oh yeah, they wouldn't pick that up in the eighties. The forensic science didn't exist back then. And, uh, it's a good flick and kind of going, it's a little slow. Um, they bring the girl in there, which is part of the movie. Cause there was a woman, he was married to her, but he goes to Canada. Like there's no ID. I remember, I remember the time you could just drive in with the U.S. driver's license. Yeah, hey, we know you're going to leave anyway because our country sucks. Like, yes, yes, we are. And then he goes to Canada and uh, he can find employment. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't need a, an ID. He meets up with the girl. Uh, and um, it, what's really impressive is the bits that are true. Well, there's more than a couple bits that are true, but how he just studied robbing banks without any tutelage 
or help from anyone else. Now, he already had kind of a criminal mind, <clears throat> but the way he went in and researched and, and uh, cased these banks was brilliant. And man, he got at the right place at the right time. Where the Canadians, can you believe this? The Canadians were pussies back then too. If someone comes in here and tells you not to press the button, don't press the button. Don't put any die packs. Don't do anything. And that's one of the main reasons is he was able to get around. And just What was it? 58 banks? Three-year period? It's a lot of banks. And um, what else? It just it was just good. And then um, how the the cops tracked them down, and and I got a kick. What was for the for those of you Unger? I believe the last guy's name was who directed. Hey, that's cute. How you tried to make Ronald Reagan to be the bad guy because of Canada's shitty economy, which I recall correctly, Pierre Trudeau was in charge of at the time. <clears throat> Fucker, I grew up in the 80s. I remember the 80s very well. I remember 80 and 81 and 82 sucking and Reagan's policies kicking in. Also in 83 to like 88 was awesome. It was great. And like the whole premise is the bad banks and foreclosing on people and no one can find the jobs and the cops can't get funding. I'm like, yeah, it's Canada. That's Canada. Here you are showing Ronald Reagan. <clears throat> All right. Well, at least Unger, Unger, whatever the guy's name is, he didn't stick the broken glass dildo wrapped with barbed wire up our ass with woke bullshit. Straight up bank heist family kind of thing. And so uh, he, of course, he gets busted because he changed, he changed it. He changed it. He was a one man operation. And then he had to bring in this moron at the request of another guy, which I won't go into. And uh, yeah, man, you don't, you don't bring in, you don't, you don't change the formula. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the rule of this one. They fixed it. They brought in another guy. That guy made the mistake. They able to trace him with the gun and the thing. Not, I'm not giving away any of this movie. The, the, the end is obviously very predictable. <clears throat> um, and it's like, oh, this is based on a real thing. Cause it kept saying this actually happened. I'm like, wait, is this a true story? So I look it up. So what was really a letdown, and you know, I wish Hollywood wouldn't do this. They, sh they you go through this Gilbert Galvin guy, and the guy they had portraying Gilbert Galvin is a very good-looking kind of buff actor, <clears throat> not Hugh Jackman or Henry Cavill buff, but a, a good-looking dude, a good-looking in-shape dude, a very good actor, by the way, and um. The cops, uh, they got, uh, everyone's very good looking in this movie. Everyone's good looking. Mel Gibson's the bad guy. And then you go to this website, like, well, who are they portraying? And, and it's like, oh, yeah, Hollywood versus the real world. And no one looks that good. But what perturbed me is like the this Gilbert guy, the, the bandit. <clears throat> He's supposed to be very charismatic and charming. That's how he kind of got his way into different banks and things like that and got the girl that he did. And you look at him in the real world, like, you ain't that good looking. And then you find out like, okay, they, they make him the anti-hero. <clears throat> he's getting the banks. He's starting over here. And he's really good looking. He's charming. He's always in his suit. Well then, okay. You see him like in the real world, like the interviewer picture of him, the real guy, late eighties, like, okay, you're a little pudgier than the other guy. Uh, but, and now more recently, so <clears throat> let me not get too far ahead. So he gets busted in 1987, 88. 
He's in jail till 2001. Now, remember, the movie paints him as a good guy, right? A handsome, good-looking guy. He gets out. You know what he starts doing? Robbing banks again. Like, okay, you're a criminal. You're a bad person. I get it, Juan, to hurt the banks. I get that. And right, he never fired a gun, never took a life. So he was very safe. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a little, not even a hat tip, a two-finger salute. And I, all right, I, I get it. But now you're coming out. You ruined your family. Family's divorced. Kids growing up without their dad because you're in jail. All right, now now it's adult time, right? No, he gets out, starts robbing banks again. They capture him again. Then he's in there till 2013 or 14. And his latest mugshot, when he gets out, what does he do? He goes back to stealing. Does he steal anything cool like the banks? No, he steals $1,000 worth of booze and gets busted for that. Which I don't think he even go to prison for. Nowadays, I think they just throw you in jail. And he's this fat, disheveled, ugly, alcoholic-looking dude. But when the movie ends, you know, they, they give you the synopsis. What happened to these different people? 1989, divorced, family, but daughters still talk to him. And I, and I was looking up what happened to him in the real world and expecting the movie to synopsisize that like yeah he got arrested again and then he got busted for booze and they ended it with his daughter was the first galvin last name to graduate from high school and then they switched everyone else i'm like well wait don't you talk about the part where all this beautiful handsome man stuff you put in front of everybody falls the fuck apart what about him going back to stealing more money and robbing and he's a fat fuck now it ain't show that like, when when they do the movie about me, what spectacularly handsome man are they going to have portray me? So that when people look me up in the real world, like, oh, God, he's nothing like that handsome actor. Oh, geez. Do, do you really have to have that good looking of people to do the show? I guess bringing Mel Gibson in would probably bring in the audience. Oh, that's what brought me. I'm like, oh, Mel Gibson. All right, but then everyone could kind of look normal. No, they had <clears throat> but the one thing I liked is the main cop who's going after uh, the the bandit. Uh, he was portrayed by another actor, and I was trying. We were trying to. Who is that? Who is that? And that's one of those guys you're gonna look at. It's gonna be one of those. Who is that actor? I've seen him before because he plays in a lot of things, but not a terribly notable role. And so um, he he good job as well. But when they're doing the. But what happened to him after in life? And they kind of go to different cops and different supporting people within this whole role. So the main cop that brought him down, uh, he was chasing after him. And like every good loyal wife in modern day Western America, or Western civilization, even though this was the 80s, she uh, totally didn't support him whatsoever, divorced him because the job took him away from it. And they had to get this guy. This guy was like making off with millions and, you know, banks are pretty important to the the economy and uh, of course she left him of course and so by the time this is all wrapping up it's the late 80s right so nintendo and all this guy's playing 1942 and 1943 on on nes remember that and so the the movie ends and then they go to like oh what happened to this guy so there he is he's playing big ass box tv he's playing nintendo it said uh this guy uh, operation, whatever they called it, cafe, I think it was. 
after that, um, his wife divorced him. And he has never married, never remarried since. I felt like that's the best one. Because there he is just playing his video games. He, he, he gets killed. He's like, fuck. He throws a controller and he just sits and laughs and smiles. Got the guy. He did his job. So I never, so the movie itself is all right. You can, you could, let me give you a little, let me give you a little advice here, boys. Anytime there's a woman romance plot in the movie, that's your time to go to the bathroom. Let me explain how it all works because you're not missing anything, all right? Movie happening, important, unique story about to be told, whether in the real world or not, <clears throat> true story or not. To loop in the other half of the of the population because they can't appreciate a good story. There has to be hoo-hahs and vag tingles, the romance tingles. Enter girl. Now, this will be some kind of nondescript place, usually public library. Store, book place, school, somewhere. The girl will be equally matched and attracted to the guy, which is usually pretty good looking because everyone's good looking in the movies. <clears throat> but the way to tell to get up and take your piss you've been holding in for 15 minutes is when she takes an equal amount of agency and action to advance the relationship. So the baby driver hit me in the face with it, but now you look back and you look back at theater, you're like, oh my God, this is the fakest thing in all of them. Die Hard 2. He Bruce Willis is trying to get the facts to his buddy Powell back in LA. And she's trying the the cute gal who's the help desk lady. Like, oh, let me help you with the facts. No, it doesn't matter which way it goes on. He's like, okay, yeah, he's on the phone. Yeah, okay, thanks, buddy, pal. And then she says, say. I get off it a little bit. Can I grab a drink? And then Bruce Willis, it was so cool because I was like, Bruce Willis is God still. He did the thumb on the back of his wedding finger and he just moved it up and down. So the wedding finger went, wookie, 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 wookie. He says, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. I'm like, ah, oh, Bruce Willis is so cool, man. I want to get married, but I want to do that when I'm older. And you know you don't think of how well of course she'd hit on Bruce with John McClane of God Almighty Himself God's representative on Earth. I'm like wait now as an older man I'm like wait a minute that never happened at least 90s on on my life did that ever happen in the 80s and then I saw Baby Driver okay now if you haven't seen Baby Driver don't don't it's an autistic millennial. Who knows how to drive standard transmission? So already you know this is a fake. This, the, the, it's an impossible plot. Impossible. And not only does he know how to drive standard transmission, he's an aggressive driver. So already this is this is so fantastic fiction. You have a millennial who knows how to drive standard transmission, drives aggressively, and here's the most unbelievable part. Has his driver's license. Can you? It's just like, pfft, okay. <laughs> I mean, by that time, you might as well be watching, you know, Lord of the Rings or something like that. It's just, okay, we're, we're way off in fantasy land now. <clears throat> but the most unbelievable part of it, because he, he is autistic. That's that's the whole, that is true. I'm not making fun of the kid. He's, he's um, <clears throat> autistic. He goes to the, the, diner 
uh, what I say about female romance plot, public place. Here's the girl. She's the wait staff at the diner. Got the thing in her hair. And what, what you watch is he's autistic. So he's quiet and he's nerdy and he's shy. Just weird. For some reason, she just likes him and does all the legwork to get the relationship going. I'm like, that is the fakest part of this whole movie. Because you look at it in like in more modern times, but I think he had to be so far on the spectrum the other way, <clears throat> so not social, so not competent, that you're seeing her do all the legwork. And it's also impossible to see that because like this guy is a putz. Why would you do why would you find this guy attractive in the first place? And the reason why, and um what's his name? Critical drinker points it out because the plot has to go on. That's why. And you see that and you're like. Oh, <laughs> that's why we need a romance plot to his, so we can loop in all the other girls. Is this girl necessary to the plot because Don Draper is the bad guy and going to get him? No. Jamie Foxx going to get him? No. We got to loop this girl in for some freaking reason. Oh, to make the money and put butts in seats. <clears throat> that was not with Bandit. Bandit, that actually happened. He did fall in love. The woman was actually critical to the part of the story, so I see it. But the dating you could get up and go to the bathroom then you got a good five minutes from where flirty conversational talk to her, him banging her up against the wall in this particular movie or any other it doesn't matter there's there's that cutscene stuff flirt 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 talk 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 tee hee hee well flirt 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 and then demonstration of woman showing aggression and male behavior flirt 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 open-ended suggestion cutscene Banging against the wall outside. That's it. And meanwhile, you're peeing. And then you can say, what did I miss out? And your girlfriend say, oh, they banged. Oh, cool. And then back to the regular part of the unique part of the movie of the show that was supposed to be happening while you attended the movie in the first place. <clears throat> so that was that. So, uh, but Bandit, it was good. It was good. Just don't read about the guy in the real world. Just kind of take it for what it is. Um, it's pretty, it's, it's a little long. So I guess you have to watch it where the girl is there for the first couple of scenes where she's there. So, you know, like how he lives and how he gets by. But once, <clears throat> once there's the dating part and once you find out he's living with the girl, you could skip every scene with that woman in there until the end where it destroys his family, right? which again, I'm not surprised at I got articles. Don't want to get to the articles. Let's go catch up on the super chats. Everyone's at early morning here. Well, I got a better idea. I'm going to heat up my coffee. Let's all take a piss break and heat up our coffee, shall we? Good idea.
I'd like to say like today's super chat proceeds are going somewhere. They're not. They're not. I'm not making that up. There's nothing else to do, guys. There's nothing. I mean, we're we're back. We are back to normal. Uh, and, and I guess uh, you know, what are you gonna do with the super chat? What do you do with the donations? Uh, gas. <laughs> Yeah, groceries. <laughs> all that work, all that the irony of all that work. Am I coming in good or not? Hang on. Well, let me tune this up a little bit. Checky check, 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 checky check, 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 checky check, check, checky check, check, checky check, check. That's good. All right. Tune that down just a little bit. <clears throat> you know, all the work. The, what you're working for so you don't have to work no more and to build a life where it's set, it's stable and, uh, and you don't have to do anything. And then you get to that point like, oh, God, there's, I don't have it. There's nothing to do that you have to do. And then it's like go out and have fun. But when it's 10 degrees outside with a 40 mile an hour wing, you're like, I guess we're here. <clears throat> and thankfully, I did buy a video game yesterday. We'll, uh, we'll get to the Super Chat thing now. I go to a used video game place because I'm I'm frugal. And um, Battlefield One, um, it I bought it used for five bucks. And I don't know the math or the economics on it, but whenever I see a woke video game comes out by EA or whatever, um, whoever did Dragon's Age or whatever, like I will wait not only for it to come uh. For someone to give the woke video game developer their money, I will wait years until that game is rebought and resold on the used market because there is a kind of like used cars. Like if it's a good quality used car, the price goes up. And that also then supports the price of new releases like uh, by reputation oh you know toyota makes good cars honda makes good cars honda's and toyota's used or usually got a higher price so they could charge a higher price new so i hold off on that and battlefield one looked like one of these cool games i want to play except they put a black dude on the cover aaron is it because you hate black dudes no that's not it this is a world war one video game there was a i think it was the harlem Someone more versed in American black history will know this. The Harlem something, Harlem Regiment, something like that. There was a legit Harlem Regiment. And if you wanted to follow that, that would be great. <clears throat> kind of they did that with Red Tails, the, the Tuskegee Airmen. So, okay. And I, but I remember it was, I think, EA. And the development team was in Sweden. <clears throat> and here's the development lead. This pussy Nordic guy that you could go like blink and be just beat the shit out of him we'd put the, the black man in there for diversity purposes you literally just put it in there for diversity purposes not for historical accuracy not because it made it a better movie you just want to check that diversity box like i'm not getting this game i'm not uh assassin's creed Origins and Odyssey. Brilliant games. Brilliant games. Yeah, they throw in, hey, do you want to choose to like make out with the same sex? Ooh, edgy. Tell me you have no talent or ability without telling me you have no talent or ability. Um, 
I preferred Odyssey over Origins by a margin. Uh, both brilliant games. And the next one was Valhalla. I'm like, okay, there was enough like, oh, you could choose this sexual encounter. Woo! So I go to Valhalla, and I guess all the, like, not all, but out of like the 10 options to bang other people, eight are homosexual. I'm like, okay, look, one out of 10 is fine because that's the population. Even that's, I play the game to play a Viking. I don't play it, but I know you got to make it for the girls, right? Because girls, they they did the studies. They found out girls are more interested in role playing and the social aspects of the game than actually being a Viking going around and, and raping and pillaging villages in England. Before it was England. Jolly old. So we got to deal with that shit. So Battlefield 1. <clears throat> they they blatantly put the black guy on the cover. Which is like, you know, if you did Harlem Nights. Uh, if you remember uh, the um, Eddie Murphy movie. No, let's go Shaft. Let's go Shaft. Right, which is like putting a white guy on the new re remake of Shaft on the on the cover of Shaft, but he'd be dressed like this, maybe even cardigan toy, like big Trump pompadour, blonde hair, bright blue eyes, slay, <laughs> you know, talks with that New England putsy accent. I say the Thaddeus, ha ha ha. Nah, oh my goodness, yes. Winston Howell III, that's who, but he'd be really cool with the kids, yeah, baby. Shay, that's, that's who, that's what it would be like. So you can see, well, I'm not going to support that. But I've been eyeing it for a couple of years, and it came down to four ninety five at the used video game place. All right, all right, I'll get that. There's, that, that is not going to, I can now buy this game. And it is no longer going to support wokeism. See what I'm saying? And so it started getting cold last night. Wind came in in the evening, afternoon. I'm like, okay, this is, this is hunkered down time. This is throwing the fireplace. Get the video game going. And I was like, if I install it now, because I already know, because modern day video games, we just, that was the other thing back in the day in the 80s. He, the, the cop guy play 1943 you just put the cartridge in you hit on you played but i know i know because new is better than microsoft and playstation just know what they're doing <clears throat> uh, i'm like oh this is gonna take a while to update you know i got the game i own the game i just don't have the game see what i'm saying so i put it in needs an update yes update does like an initial update uh, and then the update that I'm like, oh, is it that quick? Am I ready to play? Downloading update. And it's a, it's a 72 gigabyte update. <laughs> and I don't know, my speed is 76 megabytes per hour, minute, or second, whatever. It does the math. It says seven and a half hours until install. I'm like, okay, just I guess I'm not playing a game tonight. <clears throat> and look, look, I don't want to hear you freaking nerds, you people who 
are young and bent over and were told to spread your ass cheeks. Like when you graduated from middle school, they gave you like a reverse caliper, like the jaws of death, open up cars so people can, can get the crumpled body out of the car. <clears throat> they gave you the jaws of your asshole where it spreads your asshole open wide enough so everyone can fuck you. And they're like, no, this is just the way. Ha, ha, ha. Boomer waiting seven hours to download a video. Like that's like, that's normal, dude. I like, do you, do you see the jaws of death for your asshole opening up your ass so that you think waiting seven hours to download a video game is tall? Heaven help you if you paid $60 for that game, fresh release. Heaven help you. <laughs> he doesn't understand all the added functionality when you get Xbox Online Live. All the wait because now I gotta do ten usernames and passwords and my my code, and then it throws all this crap up when all I want to do is play the game that's in the the drive. That's all I wanted to do. <clears throat> so nerdy, he doesn't. He's such a square. He doesn't understand that they have to update. It's very important. Ha 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 ha! Wow, Xbox Six is coming out. There's old Bill Gates just turning that that ass jaws of death opening up a little bit wider heaven help us what video games are going to look like in 10 years i don't know what they're gonna look like in 10 years i don't mean the graphics i mean what what's a console is anyone going to be doing consoles anymore such a royal pain in the ass i did talk to robert kuzlin who is in the industry i said okay if i don't understand something that means i'm missing something so I speculated. I said, Rob, is the is the video game industry moving from something that's fun that everyone could play? Because I remember the days my dad could even play Pong and Pac-Man on the Atari. It wasn't a waka 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 waka. It was like a it was more chuggy sounding, the Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man. No one's gonna get that one. Bonk, 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 bonk. So, um, oh, where was I going with that? Um, oh, well, like anyone could play it. Now you have to, it's, in, it's working on a computer because Microsoft, uh, Xbox is Windows operating system. That's why it's updating all the time. And you have to use your thumb, the controller to enter in usernames and passwords and all this. I said, okay, it seems to me they're not going on volume. They're only going off of like the only people that would tolerate this are super video game nerds who desperately have to play Dragon's Age Inquisition 7, Elder Scrolls 14, doobity-boobity-boppity-boo, Battlefield something or other. And they're going to pay for downloadable content, and they're per they have, and I said, and they have nothing else going on in life that they're perfectly okay waiting hours for this thing to stall. And he says, yes, you are exactly right. Because the video game model has moved from that of, oh, here's like a book that or a movie everyone likes to. Here is some software that will open up a game and you get to pay for more and download it and we're going to charge you a shit ton of money for it. And that's that's the way it's going. So, so far I've been lucky in that the games I bought don't require downloadable content to pay for. I get it for free. Um. One 
Evolution, I played Battlefield. It was a World War II one. I played for the campaign and I'll play online. The campaign was really short. I'm like, are we already done? And it turned out like that new release, I think it was Battlefield. <clears throat> Maybe it was Call of Duty. Where they didn't even bother really with a campaign. It's just to play online. I'm like, oh, so this isn't even a game. I'm just getting getting access to access an online environment where I where I play whatever, capture the flag, and which is fine. <clears throat> but they don't tell you that. I'm like, wow, the video games are really leaving everyone behind, aren't they? Except for Switch. Except for Switch. That was my long about way of saying, okay, I bought a game for five bucks. That was my money. And today's donations are going to go like to the boring stuff. You know, it's all taken care of now. I'm like, uh, I don't even need sound panels. I got the soundproofing here. All the cars are up to snuff. Nothing, there's nothing to do. Nothing left. So it's going to go to boring things like IRAs and buying Asian property or Central European property. <clears throat> so let's go to the Super Chat. Oh, by the way, uh, link below uh, are the sponsors, which includes bowtiedraptor.substack.com. Please go there if you're interested in a career in data science. That's your first stop. First stop. Check that out. Yes, yeah, subscribe to the newsletter. It's free. The Way of Monkey book by Turt Flingy Monkey. Um, the foremost book on Stoicism and the most important philosophy to understand in today's modern world, Stoicism. VeloWave. I have a link to my VeloWave bike. My, I have the Prado S model. The reason I got that is so in an emergency or a crisis, I have a solar-powered vehicle that could go 40 miles, basically, so I can escape. Although now I'm pretty far out. Like now it's more like hunker down time. There's just not that many people around where I live. But if I need to like, I don't know, make it to the reservoir, I'm not hoofing 10 miles to get there. <clears throat> I think that would be a very important, like if you live in a large metro area and it's not too cold, that would be the perfect vehicle for you. So you don't have to have a car and pay for parking. So I'd look at a pedal assist bike in general, but I recommend VeloWave. The link is down there below. Use the discount code Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, and you get $200 off. Also linked below is uh, the GoFundMe account for helping Missy Thor's wife recover from her horrific injuries. Uh, they definitely could use your help, and I don't say they could definitely use your help. It's an article I'm about to go through. People are like, you know, if I had more money, dating would be easier. 73% said that. No shit, really. <clears throat> yes, she could use your help, but like, I guess I could use your help to afford another gallon of gas. Like, you know, that's how much that's, that's the level of help in terms of need. Missy's need is way the hell a lot more. So, uh, if you're like, I'd like to give money. I feel charitable. I don't go to church anymore. So I'm not tithing this Sunday morning. I'd like to give my money. Uh, the GoFundMe account is linked below. AcademicComposition.com. Go to AcademicComposition.com so that you can have other people write your college papers so you can earn that worthless piece of paper that tells the HR Kuantahaha. <clears throat> yes, hire this guy or gal. And then PirateBookTakedown.com. Go to PirateBookTakedown.com if you are a content creator. And uh, you don't like it when people take your stuff and offer it on the internet for free or charge for it even. Doug will... Get that taken down. So now we can do super chats. 
Dong is fun. Two bucks. Good morning, Cappy. Morning, Dong. Scrolling down. Nonstop Drake. Two bucks. Cappy ties. Now you have more free time to beat dog. Yeah. Now you got the you got the right idea, Dre. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I just gotta find a dog to beat. <laughs> There's no dog by this dog in South Dakota, but I don't have one nearby. Oh, I get to see the dog of no real value so soon. Like it's it's a month and a couple weeks. I get to see dog of no real value again. I can't wait to see her face when she hears me. Like uh, because when I walk in, she's always on the couch. That's where she sits is on the couch. She can't see me, <clears throat> but she'll you open the door and, and her tail will hit the the couch. You're thump thump thump, and then I say, "Is Ivy the dog here?" And then when she hears my voice, they thump, 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 thump. You know, and then you could hear her actually get all her lazy ass off the couch. And then you you hear the clicky, clicky, clicky of her of her paws, her, her her little her little claws on her paws hitting the floor. And she does her little head wave because she's actually happy to see me. I can't. It's been six months since I've seen. Her. I wonder how excited she'll be. And we're gonna go chase tennis balls. That's what we're gonna do. And then I'm gonna beat her. <laughs> That guy who threatened to turn me into PETA, he's long gone. I wonder what happened to him. Oh, I'm not allowed to discipline a dog so it doesn't shit on the floor. <clears throat> Taiwando, two euros. Not even if she thick happy, the ROA may justify. No, I don't I don't do the thick. No, no thick. No th- Hey, my goodness. Celebrity guest star. T Rash in the house. Good morning, T Rash. Nonstop Dre too. Dre, do you and T Rash compare large dick sizes? Do you now? I know you are blessed by the Lord. Do you have a bigger one than T Rash? But he just has the attitude. I mean, no one can roll up a character on Dungeons and Dragons with twenty in every category. I'm I'm just wondering. Yeah. Did you hear about the black sperm shortage? No. Wait, is this like a joke? Hey, did you hear about the bar- black sperm shortage? No, I didn't. What about it? Wait, hang on. <clears throat> Trey, did you just change the topic here? Black sperm shortage. You're kidding. Holy cow. <clears throat> Nonstop Dre. Dre, th- well, you, you should email me. Here we go. Well, Washington Post. America has a black sperm donor shortage. Black women are paying the... Oh, my God. Can you women just shut the fuck up about your problems? Can you just not make it about you? I, man, if men didn't have the sex drive, this, your, your crying wolf would have ended centuries ago. Oh no, women, who could, I don't care. No one cares. Women care. Simps care. You girls aren't going to give the simps the pussy. So I don't know why you simps, but I'll, all right, fine. Let me tell you the only, apparently the only world that exists now are women which is half the population and the simps that enable them and support them. So I guess we're like a, a quarter. Like us adults, including the women who are like sick and tired of women complaining about every fucking possible thing. <clears throat> How is... Now wait, let's, let's just stop. This is a journalist who wrote this. How is there a sperm shortage of black men? Just hear me out. All right. They're literally in each deposit. There's what? 10 million. You only need one. Is there really a shortage or all you girls demanding T T rash investment banker sperm? 
of all the fucking problems, really? And how hard is it for you girls to go get it the traditional way? What you can't, uh, oh no, sperm don't, don't, sperm shortage, black or not, doesn't matter. Gee, I wonder where you could get some and how hard it would be. I wonder if you don't even have to pay for I wonder. <clears throat> so, reason I'm bringing it up, what minor, pathetic fucking point is there going to be where we're going to say, wait, can't you just do X? Or wait, but there's all this other sperm. Oh, it's not the six foot two black man sperm? Dre, get on on this. You're a tall black dude, right? Are you above six feet tall? Super high IQ, right? Marine, right? Well, he doesn't have the right shade of brown eyes that I like. Am I am I guessing right? Am I, I'm like, you're just not. I'm looking for a six foot tall black man who's a Marine, but not that type of six foot two tall black man. <laughs> oh, his name starts with a consonant. I'm really looking for a, a man whose name starts with a vowel. <clears throat> Start with Idre. You're Idre now. You're not Dre. You're Idre. By Amber Ferguson. How much do you want to bet? I'm going to click on this gal. <sighs> Every night a little after 1 a.m. Here we go. The woman just, the, the, we have to write the story, don't we, ladies? We have to start with the story and waste everyone's time. Don't We just can't say, hey, inventory stocks are X, Y, and Z. Boobity, boobity, bobity, ba. Black man, rise up to the occasion and jerk off into a cup. We can't say that, can we? No. Jessica started her shift at 3 a.m. The single mom to three from five different fathers has a tough time conceiving her fourth child. Blah, 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 blah. Did you know three out of two black women can find enough black spooch to impregnate their black hoo-ha? It's a tragedy insert expert here of social sciences that joke says has been a trend for concerning trend for quite some time. Am I predicting this article already? <clears throat> Every night, a little after 1am following her shift. <laughs> God, geez, am I good? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Didn't read it guys. I'm being honest. I didn't read it. That's just how utterly predictable these low IQ fucking NPC bot journalisms are. <laughs> Has a guard at a women's prison. Reese Brooks would open her laptop, a second laptop, and her phone and a tablet. Good thing she's watching those prisoners, right? Good thing. It begins scarring websites for sperm banks, opening dozens of tabs. It's like guys who have 600 guns. You, you just need... You can only look at one screen at a time, girls. <clears throat> the website's off. Off. Wait, what, Reese Brooks. I want to see what Reese. Is there a picture? There should be a picture of she, her looking all sad. And how much you want to bet she's fat? Uh, I. Okay. Reese Brooks. The offer websites offer <clears throat> hundreds of potential sperm donors allowing Brooks to select from movie starlets, height, and hobbies. Well, they're honest there. But when she filtered for black or African-American donors, options which swiftly dwindled. Well, okay. Did it dwindle by to, to 13%? Because black men are only 13% of the male population. 
That's the first thing I want to know. Did it just drop down to like 13%? That's not a crisis. It's not a problem. Black dudes just ain't a majority of the population. I'd say I spend 40 hours a week looking for a... Did you go to the gym 40 hours a week? Just a question. Altogether, I think I searched more than 800. (laughs) Dude. If you're reasonably attractive, you could just go find the guy, have him impregnate you, and then you can leave. Man, you girls like making shit so complicated, don't you? You just, man. Brooke said, but when it came to a black donor, she said the choices were slim to none. Crowd banks reported that the number of black women seeking their services to conceive rose sharply during the pandemic after increasing steadily over the years. Do women hate sex that much? Do you just hate sex that much? I, wow, man. Like, it's it's out there for free anytime you want it. I'm trying to figure out, like, that's like me not able to find a gas station. It's even easier than it'd be because the gas would just be, can we fill it for you? Aaron Clary has problem finding a place that serves beer and we ain't in Utah. <clears throat> Are you guys ready? It got man, this writes itself. Black women between the ages of 35 and 45 are far more likely to remain unmarried than women from other racial groups, according to the latest census data, with 44% of non Hispanic. <clears throat> 44% non Hispanic. Black women unmarried. Holy shit. 44% of full black women not married. Compared to 16% of white women. Okay, I don't think women that, what, 84% of white women are getting married? Maybe in that age range, but it ain't going to be true going forward. Yet black sperm donors represent just a fraction of available supply. Fewer than 2% of the country's four largest sperm banks, according just a fraction of 2%. Okay, let me, you guys ready? You ready to do some math? Okay, we know black men, okay, black population, 13% of the population, U.S., okay? Black men... Half of that 13%, so 6.5 times 320 million. Okay, <clears throat> that is a total of roughly 21 million black men. Now, or boys, right? Because that's the total population. Not everyone, you know, a third of that is boys, right? Not So we've got to remove them. So we could go up in theory, as long as they're not pubescent, well, you have to be an adult, obviously. So let's just say, Two-thirds of that are black men who are of age who can donate sperm times 0.66. Okay, that is 14 million black dudes. So 2% of that is 275,000 black dudes donated sperm. Now, I understand that that's only 2%. And relative to populations, like it should be closer, obviously, to 6.5 or 13% men. You can't find out of the 
274,000. I'm just assuming here, just some quick, out of 274,000 presumed donors, you, you can't find one that's good? Can't they just call up? The, look, if you're really, if you, <clears throat> T-Rash donates a sperm. You got his profile, right? Pros of T-Rash. He's got his criminal record. Um, he, and this is not because he's black. This is T-Rash because you girls just get the tingles because he's, you love criminals. Um, he, he lives place to place. He's got the six pack abs, right? He's got the hat and he's got his pants a little bit down below, right? T-Rash, we all know he's in the, the chat room right now. <clears throat> he could, if, if it's that important to you, couldn't you just pay him more? Like we ran, let's say his name is John. All the black women come down. Oh man, they like John. John is whatever. Let's be more realistic. Although I'm not being more realistic would be T. Rash. John is a surgeon, six foot five. You run out of John sperm. Couldn't the sperm bag? John, we need you. John, super sperm. That's his, his secret identity is John Johnson. Pun intended. Mild mannered surgeon at the do 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 do. And spends times with kids at Big Brother's Little Sisters. That kind of thing. <clears throat> but at night, he's sperm man. Quick, sperm man. We need more sperm. And then, then he takes off his stethoscope and his hat and his thing and his stuff. And, he, and he, he runs in like a black suit with a white sperm. It says SM on the head of the sperm. I'm here. Why don't you just pay him, what, $2,000 a donation? You're, you're saying out of over a quarter million guys, it's not, not one? <laughs> <clears throat> Black American Sperm Donor uh, Center. Okay, number of sperm donors by race. Uh, Asian white kind of dominate. Hispanic other and black actually very significantly lower. I I don't know. They're just why don't you do a? Whoa, we need more Hispanic sperm. We need more black sperm. We don't need more other sperm. <clears throat> Gee, I wonder if there's a solution. Maybe if you paid people. To do that? Oh. The severe shortage is forcing black women who need donor sperm into a painful choice. Choose a donor of another race and raise a biracial child or try to buy sperm from unregulated apps or and online groups. Or find a guy and fuck him. <clears throat> oh, you think it's possible? You just got to look more. <laughs> you mean you can't? The reasons for this shortage are myriad. Failure among cryobanks to recruit black donors. We'll pay more. Can you just put an advertisement out there? A selection process that demands a three-generation medical history, which may be challenging for black men who may not have access to quality health care. Knock that off. Knock that off. Excludes donors with felony convictions. Okay, that's real. All right. But why would you exclude felony convictions? Women get all wet for guys with felony convictions. You would, you should include, I'm, 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 I'm being tongue in cheek, of course, a little bit, but not really. Why would you exclude felony convictions? I don't know if necessarily uh, a criminal record means the kid through environmental 
conditions, the kid might grow up to be a criminal. I'm wondering if there's even a genetic component to that. Mistrust of the medical profession by black men because of legal, of a legacy of historical discrimination. No, no, no. They just don't want to jerk off into a cup. They're, they're not interested. They're not interested in hockey. It's not a conspiracy to keep them out of hockey. They just don't, they're not interested in hockey. What are black dudes also not interested in? Um, <clears throat> Help me out. We got black guys in the audience. I'm trying to think of something, you know. They're not interested in polo. All right? Different races have different choices and preferences. It doesn't mean we're either forced into it or discriminated out of it. We just don't like... I, um, I'm i trying to think of what white guys are just kind of like, nah, I don't, I don't really need it. Um, <clears throat> You get my point. Maybe black dudes are just like, hey, you know what we should do, Jerome? What's that, uh, Marcus? Let's go jerk off in a cup today. Hey, let's do that. I don't see that conversation happening a lot. It's not, ooh, the discrimination history of the medical community and distrust. I just don't see it on a top 10 things to do on my Saturday night of black men. And I'm speculating because I'm not a black guy, but maybe the black guys in the community, in the com Comment section will let us know. I'm going to guess we're on the same page. <clears throat> the search for a sperm donor usually takes place at a cryobank website where some can browse profiles of available donors, limited genetic and personal information. Baby pictures of donors may be available for an additional fee. Man, those the girls want, they just want genetic perfection. On average, sperm is sold for $950 to $1,300 per vial. Let me ask, okay. I'm going to require intellectual honesty here. Uh, we have a younger audience generally, and we do have some black guys in here. <clears throat> Either in the comments section, like when this is uploaded and done and all that, or the live comment section. Only black dudes. Only black dudes. One, if you start jerking off into a cup, if you're paid $4,000 a cup per vial, zero if you wouldn't. <laughs> I, seems like I'm not joking as an economist seems like an opportunity to me here. Okay. Black dudes are, are one of the poorest groups of people in the United States. There's a demand for something they got. Do you, it's if black women want to pay the black dudes or white women, any women. All right. You got to hanker him for some black sperm. All right. Oh no, there's not enough. Uh, there's a shortage. I wonder if the laws of economics plays a role here. What if there's a thing called price that would solve this? Are you girls willing to pay $4,000 a vial to get black sperm? Why don't you? <laughs> There's already this. Why don't the cryobanks say, hey, <clears throat> put an ad out. Put a billboard out. Where do the black dudes live? They live over here. Hey, we need black sperm donation. Paying up to $2,500. You don't think you, you'd solve this problem in a week. Now, I'm going to assume this woman is going to do one of two things, bitch and whine and cry and not have a solution or demand the government do something about it. Well, I'm thinking like, no, 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 no. Let's pay black men to have some orgasms. Literally, like, economics isn't exciting until it's exciting. <clears throat> this doesn't have a problem. Uh, donors receive 70 to 150. Well, that's a huge markup. That's like a, almost a 10-time markup. Okay, guys, you got to go in there and negotiate. Like, look, I want 50%, all right? 
Cryobank sell a fixed number of vials per donor to limit the number of children fathered by any one donor. All right, so you travel. Look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, are we going to make money? Hang on. We're going to make so much money, guys. All right, you know how I had the Virgin Destruction Tour? All the 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 Spurgs and the Virgins and the Virgin Towers fly into Vegas. I get the, the bus. Virgin Destruction Tour. I drive them out to Pahrump. We get them laid. <clears throat> we do the Black Man... No, I can't be sperm mobile. It's got to be. Spermaganza. Sper the black man. Spermathlon. The black man. Spermalot. Something. Spermaganza. Something grandiose. Like it's on the bus. And we get all the black dudes, right? Who want to do this. <clears throat> and you're you're all T-Rash, you're all good-looking dudes, whatever these girls want, all right? Which we won't know, so we'll just load up anyone who shows up anyway. And we go on a tour across the United States, the Black Man Spermaganza, right? And we have, there's going to have to be a refractory period, right? So we could tour, we could stop, check out national parks, right? <laughs> I'm not joking, I'm not. We go, say we start out over on the East Coast, right? Grab a bunch of you, a lot of clients I have over in New York. We load up the bus in New York, all right? Heck, make the first donation in New York, right? Okay, then we take the bus and then um, we, oh, we need a day refractory period. So we go up into Maine and we look at uh, whatever national park they got up there. Two days bumming around, get some good food, all right? And then we go to another sperm bank and the sperm bank pays you guys $4,000 a vial. Right now, it's because we're separating from New York from Maine. All right, then we go to Ohio, and uh, maybe we take in the Cincinnati's Red game. We chill out. Uh, maybe take the Cleveland Browns game in, whatever. Um, and then we go to Toledo, and another four thousand dollars per man over there. And then we we go to uh, Chicago. All right, go to the Field Museum. Maybe rent a boat. Go out on Lake Michigan. Do some fishing. We make another four thousand dollars in Chicago. We just keep going and going and getting, you know, Denver, Rocky Mountain National Park, Moab. Well, it's a little small town. Salt Lake City. Get some Mormon girls out there. All right. And then we go, we check out Dinosaur National Monument in Vernal. And I want a 10% cut. We could all retire after one tour. <laughs> we could all retire. <laughs> and then this moron of a lady would stop her bitching and whining. All the black women looking for black seed are satisfied and happy or as much as they will be for those three minutes. And they'll find something new to complain about. And you guys come back like you got all this money. What'd you do? I jerked off for a living. Mom, how did dad make his money? Well, that's an interesting story. Time it with the seasons, right? Northern part of the country during summer, southern part, nice and warm, relaxed down in Vegas. Phoenix, we just just do a tour, man. Just do a tour. Get a little bit of Florida there. After a lot of stops in Florida, very populated area. That way, your seed is spread a farm wide. Not gonna have any any like you know cousins having sex. Although Wyoming would probably be okay with that. No, you can have as many as you want, do dang. Cousin fucking's a state sport here in Wyoming. So they'd probably love to have everyone donate. Probably just send one guy in.
man, could you imagine what if if anyone ever gave me a billion dollars, what I'd do with it? You have any idea how much we'd be making the news? There are over 20 crowd banks in the country, four of which have more than 100 donors. Among the four, California Crow. Well, that's not a lot then. <clears throat> uh, supply fluctuates, but as of October, there are only 12 black donors out of a total of 748. White and Asian donors disproportionately represent all Hispanic doctors. Uh, donors are also underrepresented. Of the 15 women, yeah, N equals. Uh, guys, look. look. Are, are you guys, guys, I mean, cryobanks, women. Is there not enough sperm to go around? I don't see billboards saying we need quality sperm. We don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> we just want your sperm. And here's some money. Okay. I think you probably solved. White and Asian donors are disproportionately representative. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba. Of 15 women who talked to the Post, only one was able to buy sperm and conceive a child with a black donor. Black woman detailed fierce competition. Crowd banks for the vials of black donors. They say typically sell out within minutes. Go find the guy. God almighty. This is not. This isn't hard. Is, are people at the cryo banks that dumb? You don't know to go put up a billboard sign. You can't do the math. Hey, the billboard's got some flyers for God's sake. Why don't you send some recruits like talent agents? I'm not joking. Talent agent. You know, they send talent agents to scope out the high school football team or the um, <clears throat> college football team. Go to your university, find a strapping, good looking black man. He's uh, <clears throat> getting his degree in accounting or engineering or physics. You know, you want a smart guy, right? So you're not going to the liberal arts college. Uh, go up to the guy like, hey, are you a poor, starving college student? I sure am. Would you like to make $5,000 doing what? Having an orgasm? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I not just solve the problem for black men affording college? Have I not just solved the problem? No, let, let's have him keep working at Subway for $12 an hour. Let's have him keep doing that. Honest to God. Uh, Angela, Angela Stepancic, a D.C. educator. Recalled putting virals of sperm from a black donor into her online shopping cart, only get beaten out by a sorority sister she was on the phone with who fat, who was faster to check out. Stepanic had a mixed-race child using sperm from a Latino donor. Oh, oh, you had to set, settle for Latino? Oh. Only there was a multiple solutions to this problem that were really easy. You know what the easy solution to this problem is? Be easy. At California Cryobank, the waiting list for an in-demand white donor is generally three months. Waiting list three months. Really? According to Jamie Shamanki, medical, chief medical officer, the wait for a black donor could stretch as long as 18 months. Who's in charge of these cryobanks? It's not like it's a hard sell to say, hey, you want to jerk off and make money? I mean, women jill off and make money on OnlyFans. We same. Can we? No, no. 
women in their late 30s and 40s are facing diminishing fertility to age. Simply can't wait. Wait, did you admit? Did you admit there's a hard there's a hard limit here? When did the feminists come out and assassinate you? You know <clears throat> that if you get what you need, that means another sister won't get what she needs if she wants a black donor too. I'm crying, fasting, praying, and believing for a donor. Candace Beanbow 40. Now, please, please show me what she looks like. Because we're going to find out how important it really is to these women. Candace Beanbow, theologian. Okay, you fat. You'll pray. You'll shop. You'll work. You'll be 40 hours on the, a week on the internet. But you won't hit the gym, will you? You won't hit the gym. They want top alpha seed, but you're not going to hit the gym. <clears throat> Listen to this. I'm crying fasting. You ain't fasting. You are not fasting. Praying and believing for a donor. Author Candace Beanbow, 40 said. Wow, man, the black dudes, I know this represents all men, but you black dudes in particular got to be incredibly insulted here. All these washed up 40 something women are like, I just can't find a guy and I can't get pregnant. And and you're all like, what? Wait a minute. 20, 15 years ago, we were all lined up. What? What? <clears throat> and now you just can't go to a bar and find some guy? I know she's doing the same, but I need to buy as much as I can, pay my storage fee, and do what I need to do. Black women are predispositioned to other fertility hurdles. They face higher risk in conceiving and carrying a child. That is a fact because black women are fat. Or not all of them, obviously, but uh, disproportionate. A higher percentage of them are fat. This is another thing where I don't believe the racism thing. And usually you look at it when in terms of medical, it's like you made bad choices, uh, largely pertaining to obesity. They will say that uh, the medical profession is racist. Uh, well, I guess sexist and racist against black women uh, because of higher infant mortality rates. Like, bitch, you fat. And it shows you how cowardly the medical profession is because they don't give a shit about the kid's health or the woman's health either. <clears throat> They're like, oh, we might be called the name. Oh, yeah, it's totally the racisms and the sexisms. In the medical industry. It's not because you're a 300 pound land whale. That you're having problems right now. They're more likely to suffer. Uterine fibros fibroids. And other conditions that can compromise fertility. And three times more likely than white women. To die of pregnancy related cause. No. It, it's not because you're not white. It's because you're fat. Let's go grab all the fat women. And see if, see if the numbers are the same. Bet you they're going to be. Yet they are less likely to be referred to specialists than white women, said Michael Thomas, cocksucking race propagate. Oh, said Michael Thomas, president-elect of the American Society for Reproductive Medicine. Mike, do you want these women to have kids successfully and healthily or not? Tell them to lose weight. Stop blaming racism. One of the biggest problems that we face as fertility doctors is not getting those patients in sooner. And we see the gynecologists sometimes dragging their feet in for those referrals because they just assume that these patients are going to get pregnant on their own. Thomas said, <clears throat> some many believe in accurately that black women are hyperfertile, he explained. I don't know where they would get that. And 
remove the hyperfertility. Not once has, this is just honest to God, not once in this article it says, well, why don't you go out and get some dick? And I guess this article is a perfect example where we have to protect the, the ego of women to their own detriment, to their own success, <clears throat> to their own feelings, long-term. The women all said they they love their kids, but they regret their lack of options. When you are in this position, sometimes you have to take what you can get. I'm so sorry you had a... You had to get Latin Latin sperm, huh? How's this white guys and non-black guy? Wait, what? We're third. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry you had a mixed race kid. Because there's no way you could have found a black guy willing to do this, right? There's just no way. How soft and spoiled are you girls that there is dick all over, but you don't want to get sperm that way? Oh, man. Oh. And of course, there's no father implied in all of this. So it shows you they don't really love the kid all that much. Not once I say my husband has a low sperm count. You you know, this is also they can. Man, asshole, I'm well, ladies, I'm welcoming your future children to asshole consulting. They're going to need it because you don't have a father around. <clears throat> when you are in this position, sometimes you have to take what you can get. Sandra Wiley, a caseworker in Chicago. You notice none of these girls are STEM or engineers who had a daughter instead of twins and sperm donor from an Indian origin. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, by February 2021, Reese Brooks had spent months on an increasing desperate to conceive a child with sperm from a black donor when she drove two and a half hours from her apartment in Newark, Delaware to Fairfax Crown Bank in Northern Virginia. Not if, not if the spermomatic bus tour comes to a town near you uh, picked up a 10 pound cryobank containing two vials of sperm from a 5 foot 10 Peruvian man who practices MMA fighting <laughs> guys just sit back and enjoy the show man just sit back and enjoy the show this is, all, this, is this is what we get this is what, I know it's not what you want <clears throat> this is what we get you now have women spending a full time job looking and driving for a five foot ten Peruvian man who practices MMA fighting, well, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, okay, that's interesting. I was just going to go play Battlefield One when it finally installed sixteen hours later today. After spending eight thousand on three failed insemination procedures with sperm from a cryobank, because she waited too long. Brooks had conceived in 2019 using sperm from a close friend who is black. Oh, you had to settle for that, huh? Oh, that's oh god, you had to have sex. You had to you had to give a guy a little, huh? Jeez. You had to have the penis inside you? Ew, grody. But she lost her son, Kemet, after she delivered prematurely at 24 weeks. Well, how old are you and how fat are you? Look, I know that's a, an impolite question, but it's an important question. Do you want the kid or not? <clears throat> I mean, was that fun? Was that fun? Seeing your child die, you going through all, the, all that. Was that fun because you didn't want to believe in menopause and you couldn't get dicked? 
or just settle for a guy back in the day when you were more prime? Was it fun blaming white women or no, not white women. I got to get this right. Was it fun blaming the medical industry for being racist when it wasn't because you were overweight and you waited till you were too old to healthily have a child? Was that fun? Was the pain your ego and pride spared worth the pain you endured watching you lose your child? Was it worth it because you didn't want to believe in truth? It's fascinating. It's fascinating. I I would lie if I said I felt the, well, okay, I do feel a little bad. I guess I'm not totally violent evil now, but man, I'm kind of laughing at the same time. I guess this is what you get. I guess this is what you get. <clears throat> you want to keep believing lies. You want to keep like, oh, I can't find a man. I can't get pregnant. Look, that's fine. Go ahead. I, I don't care. I just don't care. When Reese felt ready to try again, her friend was in a new relationship. Do you feel comfortable being her donor? When she filtered for a black donor on the Fairfax Cryobank site, she said she was left with just three options out of more than 100 donors, two of whom were positive with cytomegalovirus, a leading infectious cause of birth defects. We continue to work hard to recruit more black donors. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. I could solve this. Look, I'll cut you all a deal. I want a $50 million federal grant. I'll go drive the bus. I want comfortable seats on the bus, wireless internet. Okay. I want a budget for the bus. I'll take care of this problem in one year. I will. Man, what a happy, happy lot. What a motley crew of people we'd be on this bus. <laughs> See, we could predominantly, not predominantly, disproportionately, black dudes, you're all in the city. You've never been outside. Been outside, but I mean, like, you know. Oh, what's what's in Smoky Mountain National Park? I'm the perfect guy to like, hey, and on our way to Albuquerque, on our way to the Spooge Fest Albuquerque, uh, we're going to stop at uh, the Enchanted Circle and check it out. Look at the mountains. This is the beginning of the, that is the beginning of the Rio Grande that you drive over out there. Like, oh, check this out. This is cool. I know great places to eat. We'll all go to Alvaro's over in St. George, Utah. I know how to keep us out of trouble in Vegas. It'd be a good old time. Good old time. We get shirts made with like the, the destination stops, like a like a a, a a band tour. We'll sing songs. <laughs> oh man! So I had the money. Oh. Morgan Barker, senior marketing manager at Fairfax Cryobank. Really? Really? Did you, Morgan? Do you need asshole consulting to help you with your marketing strategy? Buy me the bus, Morgan. Get me the bus and a budget. <clears throat> Send an email statement. There are several in the pipeline who should be available at the beginning of the next year and a few more in the screening. Pro hey, look, okay, if you guys are in Fairfax, Virginia, right? That's Virginia. You're a black du dude. You got to send this to any black dudes you know. In Fairfax, Virginia. You guys just look them up. Fairfax Cryobank. That's the company. Look for Dr. Morgan Barker. Hey, I got no STDs. Screen me for the test. But how much is my spread? Really? Walk right in. What are you willing to pay me? Walk right in. 
Oh, it's a woman. <clears throat> Brooke said she had to take race off my wish list. Wait. Had to take wish uh, race off my wish list and start to broaden my search if I wanted to be a mother. So this gal. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. <clears throat> Girls, you can't be this dumb. There's no way you can be this dumb. You work at a sperm bank. You're in charge of the marketing of the sperm bank to get sperm. And you don't know how? It's like watching a circus. Except instead of a very talented fat bear pedaling on a unicycle with a fez juggling balls, it's a bunch of middle-aged spencers bumping into each other, falling down practically by the grace of God and that's setting the, the entire tent on fire and blowing up everyone in the stands. What is this like? Old spinster shrews. I don't understand. It's a Scooby-Doo mystery how to get sperm inside my vagina. <clears throat> she and her girlfriend started. Oh, <laughs> Latinos. Alex, are you in? Adam, are you listening? Juan. Juan the Aztec Patrick and Suarez. You guys listening? Hang on. Sit down for this. <clears throat> she and her girlfriend at the time started looking at Latino donors, arguing often that which donor to choose. Like this, like, oh, your second string. After Zuri, there's a name that's not going to get the shit kicked out of you in school. After Zuri was born in November 2021, Brooks, who was newly single, posted to her 40,000, 49,000 followers at TikTok. She said she was shocked by a negative reaction to the video and of her infant daughter. Well, probably because some people want you to have a father around. Uh, who cares? I got comments like, of course she's mixed. And you only wanted a light-skinned baby if you don't like being black. Oh, that's why you got flack. <clears throat> Dude, the brothers have got to be sitting there with their mouths open like, how the fuck can you not get black dick inside you? She acknowledges that she and Zuri don't look much alike. I'm not going to raise her strictly in the African-American culture. Oh, you mean so she might not be poor? <laughs> it's funny because it's true, and I'm trying to help you. <clears throat> so I'm trying to help you. You don't want to be poor. It's true. I'm learning as much as I can right now about Peruvian culture. Oh, my God. Can you just define yourself? Can you not be this empty Velso where you have no thought or preference? Like, oh, I'll just be this. I'll be that. Hey, <clears throat> are you being brought up in Tallahassee, Florida? Why don't you bring them up in American Tallahassee, Florida culture? Oh, God. Why don't you just let the kid do, do the thing it wants to do when it grows up? Did you know you came from a test tube? You were shipped over in a cryogenic thing on a FedEx plane from Lima, Peru. And then I put you inside me and out you came. Now let me tell you about the culture you came from. She wants Zuri to have a sibling and hopes to purchase more vials from the same donor. There's so many good African-American out there, Brooks said, but I don't want to sleep with any of them. Oh, I added that. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Maybe they just don't know how much they're needed to create families. That is so fucking wrong. Are you going to marry these guys? Or is it they, they're needed to create families but not be dads? 
Do you see how little these women need you? This is a disgusting article. Dre, I'm really happy you sent this to me. This is a fucking shocking but insightful article about how little women really want you guys around. <clears throat> and just how selfish you women are. Holy shit. You're so desperate to have a family. So desperate for you to have children. But you so don't want to consider other people. <clears throat> including the kid itself that actually needs the father. That you will not sleep with men. You won't, you won't, you will go to links and bounds to the point of not having a kid to miscarrying, to miscarrying, sorry. Then just sleep with a guy and get impregnated by him with the clear and honest understanding you're not going to uh, rape him for uh, child support or whatever down the road. Do you hate men that much that you just can't have sex with them to even get what you through natural means at the right time so you have a healthy child? And is your opinion of men so low? Or are you girls so unaware of the vital role men play to society and families that you think that you are entitled to the sperm and that men have a role to play in giving you sperm so that only you and you only can have a family while the dad is nowhere to be seen? That's not a family. That's a fucking psych ward. It's a nightmare. I know I'm, I'm, I'm pointing this out to the men. <laughs> Ladies, you're beyond listening or heeding the importance of having men in a family. I, that That is obvious and state. I don't want to hear you girls say, no, we totally do. Not this article. Not the mentality of these girls. Not the mainstream and not the public. I'm sure there's no comments here. I'm pointing this out to men. We're, we're done having a conversation, ladies. I'm, I'm done. Get your sisters in line. <clears throat> I'm done. We're not going to we're not going to convince. I just want to point out the men how truly little you are needed or wanted. I, it's just uh ba 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 recruiting efforts. Primary customers of many sperm banks are single women and same sex couple of all racial groups. 20% of calls come from black women. Well, women, black women are roughly 30% of the population. Ba, 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 ba. <clears throat> experts, experts say, did I tell you experts would be called say expansion of fertility insurance benefits is helping more women freeze their eggs and conceive children through reproductive technology. And above all else, having to have sex with men or having husbands and fathers. <laughs> Edit that part. <laughs> We got to get roll on the case here. Uh, sperm bank said they tried to recruit black donors who want to meet. Over the years, we've spoken to African-American fraternities. Okay. Uh, this has not been very successful. Did you pay them money? Did you offer them money? Or did you, you got to step up and do the right thing. So these women who want nothing to do with you personally can get your sperm and potentially say, wait, <clears throat> here's another question. In California, are these women allowed to go after these men? In the future, there's a, I forgot about that completely. For, forgot about that. It's proven to be a challenging to hit the right tone and appeal to these donors further rather than further alienate them. I, money, money, and a big old legal disclaimer says you are not responsible for the child. Folks felt our ads were a little too urban, and so we really work very hard to come up with images that feel resonated with it. Look, if if you're down to like hundreds of donors, like that's it, instead of like outreach programs, blah, 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 
agent. Look, I'll go. You pay me. You pay me quarter million a year. All right. And I want a percentage too. I want to keep a percentage of what I kill. Right. I'll go. I want legal disclaimers. I want money up front. I want to be able to pay them. I'll go. I'll go fine. We'll go. We could start a black fraternities. Good idea. Whoever came up with that, that was a good idea. Right? But I, I will go. I need. To, I also need information what these girls are searching for. Like, because if, if they're, you know, the delusion female calculator and looking for point zero 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 one percent of the black dudes, yeah, there probably is only a hundred black dudes out there like that. I don't know. Enjoy being miserable, ladies. En- enjoy it. Enjoy just being fucking miserable. Man, Dre, thanks for that article. That was an incredibly insightful and useful article. Holy shit. Scrolling through the super chats, nonstop trade, two bucks. Danny DeVito, 410, would play. Ca- oh, wow. Wow. Would play Cappy, Cappy's film. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Make sure I got all of it. Don't want to miss any Taiwando, black sperm shortage. Won't buddy, somebody not be, please do something. Sam Whiskey, most American name in America for $10. Cappy, Danger Diabolic is better than Die Hard. Check out the trailer. All right, Danger Diabolic. I, that, that's quite the claim. That's quite the claim. I'll give it a shot. Hat and clogs, two bucks. I love this chair. Uh, motorcycle boy, 69, five bucks. Tom Cruise could play Cappy. They would CGI him to look as young as Cappy. And he's my height. <clears throat> he's my height. Nonstop Drake, two bucks. Cappy film name, the life coach to it. <laughs> I'll be dying watching my book, make the number one New York times bestseller. Some book I wrote 10 decades ago. I'd be like, no. And then the check would come in right as I'm deceased before I can, before I can uh, authorize it or uh, endorse it. Beep. No. $10 million. SJ, two Canadian bucks. Can modern men handle the book of numbers data? You don't have a choice. That's the reality you live in. It's up to you. You can live in, in a lie. And you can have the success that the millennial and Zoomer men are having. <clears throat> or some old washed up boomer and Xer men who still believe in blue pill ideology. Or you could you could say I I, I got to do this. This is this is the real world. I don't care if you believe the real world or not. I will tell you this: you will suffer more pain and agony if you don't believe the numbers in there than if you do. Battlefield Bad Company, yeah, the bad bad companies one and two are great, <clears throat> and Battlefield Bad Company two is a very good video game. And they never did a Battlefield Bad Company three. Why? Because it was a bunch of cool dudes having a good time blowing up shit. That's what it was. There wasn't any woke bullshit there. The characters are Austin, Marlowe, Haggard, um, Sweetwater, and Sarge. Those are all. <laughs> you got this nasally Jew. Oh my goodness, the dulcet tone tones of our, of the lady on the radio. And Haggard's this big Texan. <laughs> Sarge just wants to retire and fish for Marlin. It was guys, if you haven't played Battlefield Bad Company Water 2, go get it. Go get it. Great video game. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Modern gaming is a microtransaction in $60 plus video games. Exactly. Dung is fun, two bucks. Have you seen Angry Video Game Nerd on YouTube? No. Um, Let me add that to the list. Angry Video Game Nerd. <clears throat> I'm trying to look for new. 
stuff. I do have an article I want to get to. Sam Whiskey, five bucks. My uncle's favorite video games were Cliffhanger, Defender, and Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, wow. Leisure Suit Larry. I remember that as a kid. Never played it, but it was like, oh, my God, it's a game that's pornographic. What? Graphics were not exactly what they are today, I'm sure. <clears throat> Ass bucket 62, five bucks. Morning, Mr. Celery. If you still lived in Minnesota, would you get a U of M license plate on your car? Because that is a thing now. No. Um, the University of Minnesota, including the Carlson School of Management, have been emailing me about um, donating money. And the latest goings on at the Carlson. And I'm going to go through and read each of those, tagging the Carlson School of Management and the University of Minnesota in there and excoriating them as to how they're jokes of schools. There's no reason to go to those schools <clears throat> and how you college is a money losing proposition. Savannah, when there's ladies in a, Hey, you know, Savannah, go to assholeconsulting.com and send your question. If you, if you have money, I have an answer. We don't do charity here. If you like the Democrat Party, the, you know, Oprah will tell you, oh, be brave and amazing. And she'll, that's if you get on her show. But for a small fee, I'll tell you what you need to hear. Not what you want to hear, what you need to hear. <clears throat> ba, 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 ba. Uh, Jason Workerthine, five bucks. They got sick of paying child support. That's why there's a shortage. Yeah. Yeah. And really, you got to know, what is the state law here? Am I legal, re legally responsible for sperm donor? Look, you girls can keep shitting on guys and tell them how bad they are. <clears throat> and you can say, we don't need you. And oh, my God, how do I get sperm? But without having fun uh, for the guys. But the second you start making it, there's legal and financial risk of donating sperm. Or to any kind of interaction with you, don't be surprised when that interaction dries up. I can't find a man to marry me. Gee, I wonder if his parents were divorced, his mom divorced his dad. I can't find out. Well, what'd you tell? Oh, you told him that. Oh, you made it a financial legal risk if if they did that. And you're surprised the thing that that they used that they got sued for or lost money over, they stopped doing that? Uh, Taiwando, two euros after 350 years, black imported. <laughs> wow, wow, dark one, and no pun intended there. That's dark. Wow, oh, god, we're gonna have to get rid of that. That's I know, I know all the black guys in the audience laughed their ass off right now, but um, that was pretty. That was man, you got close to the sun on that one. Uh, I'm looking for the ones in the zeros. Uh, zero. I don't want to be putting child support. Okay. You know what? Dre hit it. I, I didn't realize that when I asked the question, what percentage of you guys would pay, would do it for 4,000? One, yes, zero, no. And you guys are pointing out, yeah, I don't, 4,000 bucks versus what? $40,000 in child support? You're right. Travis February, we've got the brother, uh, Dwight Miller, one. Okay. Salam, zero. I want to have a role in the child's right. Okay. You know, right. You're, you're actually moral. You're right. Good point. Spermageddon. That's the sign. Spermageddon. Black man for Turley. <laughs> Look at it. There we go. <laughs> oh. All that jizz. These are good. These are good. 
Uber sperm, spermapalooza. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Awake veteran. Oh, wait, where is it? Who's going to race? Well, you guys are. All of us are. All of us guys who didn't have illegitimate kids and work hard to pay our taxes, we are all going to pay. <clears throat> Uh, but no real sex. You got it. You got it. It's so painful. They'll watch their kid die prematurely in a miscarriage before having sex with you. It, you know, Rolo's right. These women really hate beta males. They really hate beta males. All right. Rusty fuel, two bucks. Spooge mobile. Athens in the house. I love how all the Asians and Latinos, the white guys in the chat room, were just standing by like, what the hell's wrong? What? What's wrong with us? Jeez. <laughs> this is a great bonding moment between the races of the men anywhere. Like, hey, grab some popcorn for this one. Let's just, no, let's just watch this shit. Hang on. Oh. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Ass bucket, the uh, 62, two bucks. Abortion bus exists, so the sperm bus should too. Yeah, you know what? You're right, ass bucket. I don't, I don't even have to look that up. I know it's true. <clears throat> I know that's got to be true. It's got to be true. You know what? It And we could have the option, like you guys are in the, you're in the bus, right? And uh, a whole new meaning to the phrase, get on the bus. Maybe Spike Lee could give me some directing. He could make a movie about it get on the bus too but we could just have like look you can have his sperm or you can have sex with them one of the two which one do you want that would be such a fascinating study like look here are the guys here are the profiles uh and the girl chooses the guy you interview or whatever all right well you you want this guy's sperm all right well do you want the cup or do you want it now it'd be shocking how many women like oh here's the genetic Perfect specimen that you wanted <clears throat> all the way, all the way from Hoboken, New Jersey, John Johnson. And I bet you 98% of them would just be like, oh, no, I'll, I'll take the vial. I'll take the vial. Thank you. No, I don't want that thing inside me. That's gross. What kind of woman do you think I am? Taiwando, two bucks. It's not your black donor. It was just your turn. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for getting so fucked in the head and ignoring your biology and reality. Thank you so much because this has been a wonderfully entertaining story, article, insight, and now reality that is just, it, it's fascinating. This is better than the, the, I really like Bullet Train. <clears throat> this is much more interesting and, and, and entertaining. Justin Young, two bucks, one of the best streams of yours thus far. Yeah, but it's only because Dre sent that article. <clears throat> you know, there's talent, but then there's the quality of the materials you're you're given to work with. Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Thanks to 23andMe, the kid will come and find you years later. You you know you're right. You're right. Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Cappy, tell us. About your coffee maker. Oh, it's some cheap Chinese thing. It was missing a little 
rubber leg. So it was unbalanced. I had to like patch it up a little. Um, the lid doesn't open fully, so you can't pour the water in real easily. It works fine. It's it's like it's good enough. You know, it's it's not bad enough. You're going to go get a new one, not even ordering it online. It's just it's good enough. I don't want to. It does its job, but there's a lot left to be desired. <clears throat> Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Cappy's $100,000 special. Straightens blue rubber band. Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't want to. Uh, that's pretty serious. Uh, yeah, while you're here, uh, subscribe to the channel. We're closing in on 100000 That would be uh, great. Uh, and then I'll stop asking for. I've always offered. Now, unfortunately, I'm a white guy, so I'm not in that high demand. I've always offered my sperm for $1.5 million after taxes. Girls can have it. <clears throat> You're just not. I'm not there for the kid. I'm not. No, no, no. Uh, Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Cappy, why don't they adopt? Uh, because they're egotistical and they want their own child. They want their own genetics. They, notice they don't they don't care if the, the, the dad is around. So they don't really care about these kids. It's just if on an unconscious level to keep their genetic legacy going on. And I also think most women, at least in the United States or the West in general, it's, it's an, a fashion accessory. It's a status symbol. I have a child. <clears throat> and notice how it's just perfectly accepted within the tone of that article that you don't need a man around. You know, it, Okay, so we're caught up. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to go give the girlfriend a kiss. I'm going to get a little bit more coffee, and we'll do the article when I get back.
All right. Hang on. Let's get through the rest of it here. Uh, I'll catch up with the rest of this. Working at daycare is the same uh, for the women. Yeah, except they're taking care of other people. They're not raised, just so you know, in case you were wondering if these single black ladies were going to take care of their children. No, they're not going to raise their children. That's why they're going to vote for nationalized daycare. I cannot emphasize enough how little women actually give a crap about their children in, in this country. I know about the rest of the, con- uh, rest of the countries, <clears throat> but it it's just shocking to me how how they view another human being a little. Ch- I mean, well, I mean, they're so indifferent about like, well, I'll just abort it, like, and they're proud of it. Well, I'll have a kid without having a father around, and and to the point, you should. We need more of you to donate sperm. What about having sex with me? Oh God, no. What about me being the father? Oh God, no. <clears throat> We're gonna vote for all of you to pay someone to raise this child so that I could go on with my important social work career, raising other people's children that aren't my own. Why does that work out? Um, Hat clogs two bucks. What is that blue light? Oh, that's just background lighting. So it lights up the thing blue. I got the idea from Rolo other, like, I think Ryan has a red light. Um, It just adds a little, makes it homey, you know? Taekwondo, two bucks. You're right, Cappy. Don't want to be Icarus. No, no, don't want to be Icarus. <clears throat> I'm. I would love women to comment on this. There's no women commenting. I. I. I just. I think the women that are normally in our audience are just shocked and appalled as we are, and they're ashamed of of their fellow women, not themselves. But I'd love a woman to like, you know, like defend this. Just. <laughs> uh... So here's Aubrey, how you cope with the decline. I read my book, How to Enjoy the Decline. A couple women in here. Ben Foster, five bucks, had an accident with a Colombian chick. <clears throat> Literally had to bribe her to terminate the pregnancy and learned the hard way that on. That, well, what do you think she was doing, Ben? See, estoy on el birth control. Verdad. Porque Ben Porque you know give me dinero It I know it's sad, but you could just assume most people are hot to fuck you over. It's so true. You could just assume it. All right. <clears throat> Let me do this. Um Hang on. Uh, I want the lending tree. Here we go. Lending tree. 77% of daters say dating could be easier if they had more money. Hey, did you know? So stupid people. It should be 100%. Everything is easy. 77% of people say going to the bathroom easier with more money. Anything is easier with more money. It should be 100%, but this is the world we live in. With some going on fewer dates due to inflation. Well, you girls keep voting for free shit, right? Immigrant, I can't afford to go out without me gone. Again, my, my favorite is you girls keep voting for higher taxes, but then you want a rich man.
Inflation is impacting almost every aspect of American lives, and dating is included, according to the latest Lending Tree survey. The majority of Americans who are dating, all three of them, say it would be easier if they had more money. <laughs> Nearly one in five of them say they're going on fewer dates because of inflation. Well, that's what happens. But hey, at least we got the stimmy checks, right? At least all those boys are still living at home on their stimmy checks and their disability checks, right, ladies? Right? You're, don't worry, you'll find your prince will come. He's around the corner. We asked 1,578 U.S. consumers about their dating habits. In addition, we'll highlight who's most likely to take on debt to afford it. Uh, key findings. 77% <clears throat> of daters say dating would be easier if they had money. This is more common among men, yeah, because we pay for it than women. Uh, regardless, 32% say they'd still go on the date if they couldn't pay for it with men. 36% more likely than do so women. Um, okay. The lack of money directly impacts some uh, 90% who are dating say they're going on fewer dates because of inflation. Guys, it, it, you could go on free dates. I know you girls don't like that. There's a whole philosophy that men need to invest on the first date. There's a subsegment of women that absolutely will not settle for anything less than dinner. And they view it as like, you better show me investment. And um, I, you're wrong. Uh I'm just sorry, girls. You're wrong. You know, you want long. Like, why don't you go for a walk? Why don't you go? Um, <clears throat> why don't you go for a run? Why don't you go for a hike? Why don't you go for a coffee? Um, I'm I'm sorry, you girls. You know, you're gonna end up like all these these fat, overweight women we we're talking about in their 40s. We can't find a black sperm donor. Oh my god, it's crisis. You'll end up like them. I guarantee you. In every single one of those women's past, there was this nice black gentleman. 24, 25, he didn't have the money, busted his ass off just getting by or working, <clears throat> and he couldn't afford to take you to the latest, whatever, nightclub, bar, restaurant, and you rejected him. I'm sure you girls said that back in the day. Talk to the hand. Oh, snap. That is so cool. And now you can't find him. <clears throat> you don't have to pay money to go on dates. Most dates are fun without paying the money. Uh, soon when we're going to start voting in like a government program that gives men money to buy them dates for dinner, the <laughs> dinner dates. <laughs> you know, most men can't afford. So we're voting in a program to give men money to spend it on us. Why don't we just give you the money directly? It's not the same. I need a guy there so I can ignore him while I'm on my cell phone. Uh, regardless of whether they're actively dating, more than half of men, 54%, say the man should pay for the first date. Meanwhile, 26% of women say date costs should be split between the two. All right, so men, there's where you're wrong and the women are right. Oh, wait. I got to read that correctly. More than half of men say the man should pay for a first date, okay? <clears throat> You're wrong. All of the, uh, wait. All men should say women should go Dutch. So 54% of you are wrong. Meanwhile, 26% of women say date costs should be split between the two. So 26% of women are honest. 74 want you to pay. I No, you're hypocrites. You want equality, you're getting equality. Gen Zers are most likely to say the person who asked the other on the first date should pay. That is the most 
chicken shit cop out women do. Women never ask out guys. And they go, well, whoever asked should pay. Gee, and then guys are asking women out less. I wish I had hard data on it, but that's what the trends seem like. Why isn't the guy asking me out? Why isn't he texting me? Why, 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 why? I'm going to have to ask him out, girls. Oh, but I'm a traditional girl. See, when I'm at equality, I'm at equality in the fun, happy stuff, not the hard work or responsibility stuff. Uh, or that cost should be split 32. Guys, you just, you just, no, we're going Dutch. I know there's some difference. Like, you know, if you're a real masculine man, like, no, I'm just paying. That's it. And I can understand that. So you avoid the discussion. If you're kind of fishing for the traditional girl, but if you're poor, no, no, like you here's, here's a, you don't do dinner dates. Not when you're young and poor. Hey, you want to go for a hike? Hey, you want to go coffee, drinks, whatever? <clears throat> hey, you want to go kayaking? Hey, you want to? And then if the girl says, well, why don't we go to dinner? You're like, I honestly, I can't afford dinner. I'm young. I'm working. I, I'm in college or whatever. I just don't have the money. Save my money for a down payment. You know, and I date a lot of girls and I don't have, I can't afford to take every girl I go out with dinner. Just, I need to pay rent. And you'll find out real quick. Millennials, here we go. 22 are most likely to incur debt because of their dating spending habits. Well, right, because, you know, that's all you know, right? College degree. Don't worry, Biden will bail you out of your of your dating debt, right? Additionally, 6% of Americans have had their credit card decline on the first date, but six-figure earners and those with annual household incomes are most likely to snag a second date regardless. <clears throat> 6%. Wait a minute. You say most likely to snag a second date, and then you say 6%. That's not most likely. That's very li like one in 20 chances you're going to snag a second date, which actually corroborates the experiences I had. 12% of Americans never know how much their partner makes or never want to know how much their partner makes, blah, blah, blah. Um. <clears throat> It's an interesting, it could go on. Inflation means fewer dates. While 20% fewer dates, spend less on them. Dating habits haven't changed, 61%. Dating men more likely to shell out for first dates. Mm, average, okay, you spend $91 on the average date. Women spend 81. I want to know what, what that figure is. $81? Are you including like your hair and your makeup and other standard things? Because then men got to throw in their car. And their tuition. 91 bucks for a date. What'd you guys do? Pull people in New York City exclusively? Here's how you do it. Hey, <clears throat> there's dancing over at Bob's Dance Hut. You want to go? Cool. I'll meet you there. Pay for your cover. Yeah, there's a dance class. You know, they start 30 minutes before the music strikes up. Maybe I'll see you there. Here's this bar I know where there's a good rockabilly band going on. Yeah, I go there on Tuesdays. Maybe we meet up. There you go. Then you go there on Tuesdays and, you know, Fifi Larie or uh, Bootsy LaRue shows up or not. Uh -huh. Then, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'll share the dance. Come on. Here's your free date. I don't know. When it always came to, like, food or pussy, I yeah, much as I wanted pussy, I, I, knew, I knew I needed food. I knew I needed rent. 
Why is he spending any time with me? Are you giving him the pussy? And are you giving him money so that he might eat? You're not? Well, I guess he might have to work for a living. Oh, did you vote to raise his taxes so he has even less free time? Choices need consequences. Uh, but dating women are more likely to say they would be somewhat offended if someone took them on a cost-free date than men. 15% versus 9%. Yeah, it's just, okay, you're offended. Too bad. Bye. <laughs> Oh, who should pay for the first date? Um, <clears throat> man should pay 54%. Men say, because men are stupid. And honestly, women, 36% said, uh, heterosexual people said, women said uh, men should pay. Person who asked that they should pay first, that means men should pay. So we're already up to 60 odd, 70% almost. Split the cost, only 26% of women. The person who makes more money should pay for the date. All right, 2% men, 4% women, because women are communists. I'm joking. That's very... Uh, only 1% of each men and women think the woman should pay. Well, at least we're intellectually honest. <clears throat> Millennials, okay. Uh, while 85% of Americans haven't gone into debt because of their dating habits, 22%, 40, uh, 26 to 41, say they have more than any age group following that Gen Zers are second most likely to take on debt related debt 19% meanwhile just 13% of Gen Xers ages 42 to 56 and 4% of baby boomers have had debt for dating Schultz attributes millennial debt date dating debt to the major major milestones most Americans expect to achieve at that age range you know like driver's licenses quote Millennials are already an expensive time of life, and inflation isn't making it any easier. Well, then you shouldn't have voted for free crap, starting with Obama, including Trump, and now Biden. Remember those girls that just were all starry-eyed? They were supporting Obama, and they're all college-age, and then and Obama just printed off all this money. Now, <clears throat> not to help out college students, although that was where some of the money went, and not necessarily to help out poor people, although that's where some of the money went, but to bail out banks. And you're like, oh, my God, he's the greatest president ever. Well, that money has now reared its head, reinflating the housing market and rent and tuition. <clears throat> now you girls with your eggs drying up, we can't afford rent. Did you vote for Obama? Yes, you did. I can't really feel bad for you guys. Look, you got your... You got you're like the prodigal son, except you never wake the fuck up and realize you were wrong and have regret or shame and ask for you. You apologize. You never do. <clears throat> you were a know-it-all young cocksucking fuck. Give me my inheritance now, dad. And society, America kind of did. We printed off all this money we gave you. We were the benefactor of all that. All right. Then you ran off. You majored in dumb shit. You got into IPA brews. You grew some mustaches. You dropped thousands of dollars on beard products and skinny jeans. You talked about how you knew everything and everyone before you that came before you didn't know jack shit and everything's unfair. And now here you're like, oh shit, I need a student loan bailout. And now it's like, what? 
26 to 41. Ladies, it's over for you. I mean, maybe the younger millennial girls, it's kind of over for you now. <clears throat> Going into debt. <laughs> Going into debt to pay for the thing. Oh, do you know any other? You got any other tricks? Got any other acts? Know anything different? Any any different tool in your toolbox there? <clears throat> Millennials are already in an expensive time of life, and inflation isn't making that any easier, Schultz said. They may already have kids. They may be drowning in student loan debt and probably have a higher rent payment than they did when they were younger. But when they were younger, they voted for the money that is now circulating. <clears throat> Given what they're going through, they may not have much savings. What they might have or what they have might be earmarked for a down payment on a house. Well, the good news is housing is going down finally. Until we print off more money again and lower interest rates to help the people. Why is rent so high? It makes my eyes rain. <clears throat> of Americans who've gone into debt because of their dating spending habits, credit card debt was the most likely culprit. Really, they didn't take out a home equity line to go go buy dinner at Applebee's. Seven percent say they believe say they currently have related debt. Four percent they had it previously. However, some have relied on loans to cover their dating expenses. Well, why not? You guys use student loans to pay for rent and partying in college, right? Or not even college for your, like your spending habits and and your booze and all that back in the college days, right? <clears throat> How is this any different? Hey, you know what you kids should do? Kids, adults. You should go get a master's degree, take the student loans, and use that to pay for things that aren't college-related. That'd be really cool, bro. And then blame blame George Bush. Blame Trump. There you guys go. Let's go for the last super. Today's super chats will go to, I guess, maybe get a cigar. And when Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept for there was no more worlds to conquer. I'm going to do the right thing and invest in the diversified index or retirement fund. Man, there's nothing fun left. Nothing. I mean, maybe a power paraglider. I got to. I got to look into that. I got to get power paraglider. Maybe that'll be my next thing. Those are like not cheap. <clears throat> power paraglider. That's that's where it is. The power paragliding will probably be, but that's next year. That's way down the road. That's way down the road I go. Down the road I go. I want to make sure I didn't miss it. Okay, let's final super chats. Uh, let's round them out. If you want, get them in. It sounds like I'm winding down then, then don't. All right. So we'll take a couple more and all that, but just, you know. And if I miss any big ones, I'll I'll do a missed uh, super chat. Dung is fun. Two bucks. Air pollution is making women fat. Study. I <clears throat> maybe. Study came out, uh, birth control is making women fat, and in an indirect way it is. But you know, the number one cause of women making women uh, women being fat is women making themselves fat, eating more food and working out less. That's what it is. 
Ass bucket, 62, two bucks, like us rule. Never spend more than $40 in a date. And that was back in like the 90s he was saying that. Dude, like us was so right so long ago. If if we just if we just had them early, like if we had the internet and more spread around, <clears throat> he saved thousands, if not millions of men, uh, their lives and their money. I wouldn't even spend, honestly, I wouldn't. I mean, keep in mind that was like, what, 20 years ago, Lycus was, was had his radio show? Right now, with given how women being very clear as to how indifferent they are about you, and they don't hate you, they just don't care about you that much. Man, I would not be spending money. I mean, if you want to go pay for it, yeah, okay, pay for that. You're paying for a service. I get that, paying for it. But your, your timing and a date, no, like we're going for coffee and we're going to go on a date. Uh, we're just going to go for a walk around the park. Good to see if we like each other. And you'll find out quick enough. Uh, John Goodship, new guy. I don't think you've uh, contributed to the show before. Thank you very much for the generous $20. Welcome to the show. Waiting for mass acceptance of sex dolls, the replacement for dealing with modern Western women. I, the sex doll thing is, I know it's exotic and it's crazy and look at, oh, it's, it's, it's aberrant. It is not going to replace porn. It's not going to replace jerking off. That's the new thing or VR. We had a question. Do I think sex dolls or VR is going to replace it? I think it's going to be VR which is just the latest higher definition version of porn. Uh, sex dolls, it's not. I, yeah, I mean, Rian Ryan Stone talked about it. And I'm on his show. You can check out his, we talked two hours. Uh, I think it's two different markets. The sex dolls is for cuddling and having a human, a, a physical human surrogate, a physically present human surrogate. Like your dog will have a, a female dog. If she doesn't have puppies, will probably have her favorite toy and carry it around very much like a, like her own baby. That's the same thing. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. Libertarian. I, I, I wouldn't do it, but it's, I think that's the service that needs or serves. Um, that's the need that serves, um, with modern men are, well, maybe, yeah. And that they would replace women, but I still don't see that. I think men are just going to jerk off to porn. And they're going to get lost in video games and escapism. That's what it is. It'll be kind of a component or more. I think what really it is, is the girlfriend experience online. They're going to go to OnlyFans. They're going to have a parasocial online relationship with a girl. Or as Rhinestone and I predicted, uh, they're just going to have online relationships where they never meet. And they're going to be serious about it. They're going to get their emotional connection over the Internet and both men and women are going to be okay with that because there's low risk. There's no rejection. Girls don't have to have sex with the guy. They don't have to be near the guy. And guys don't have to be in the presence of a woman because they're scared. They're, they're cowards. They're afraid of women now. <clears throat> and I don't mean me too or anything like that. They're just afraid of girls. Like, huh, what do I say? And now, now you have that. They'll, there's that wall. And they can interact with one another. And that will be the new normal. Unfortunately, I think that's what it will be, but I don't think sex dolls are, I think there'll be a, a niche market. Well, Athamal Decu, well, you're, you're a Latino, one of our Latino agents in the field. You would have an opinion. <clears throat> Red Hawk, five bucks. But Cappy, you're assuming most gals can actually get up off the couch to go on a hike without running out of breath. Boy, you know, that's true for some. It really is. It was, I had to catch a flight, make a, a layover and I had 15 minutes to get from one terminal to the other in Dallas, Fort Worth. So I had to catch a tram and there were people on my 
plane that debarked or disembarked. And then we had to go to the same plane to get to Rapid City. Middle-aged fat women. And I ran. <clears throat> Once I got off the first plane, so I ran to the tram. Tram, the girls caught up because the tram was late. I'm right there first. And these girls, okay, we got to go to gate B38. B38. Girls, 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 girls. B38, 38, 38. Is there a B in front of the B30? Yes, yes. Okay. So, okay, which way do we go to go right, left? <clears throat> and I'm right there in pool position, like where the door is open. And I I saw the previous stop. It says gate number and shows arrows which way to go. So I knew where exactly to look. Got to the next terminal. Had my backpack on both slinks. Saw it, B-38 left, took out like a shot. And also one of the old ladies says, oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, they made it. They made it five minutes after I did because it was a long haul to that. But, um, yeah, I, I look, look at obesity. And you, you can measure men's and women's interest in the opposite sex in looking at their physical appearance. And men and women are not interested in each other that much anymore. You men too. They're just not that interested, ladies. They'd rather. I know I give you girls a lot of guff. Like you, you love ho-ho. You do. You love your food and your couch more than you love men, which is fine. That's your choice, your life. Men also love their porn and their video games and their Mountain Dew more than they love you. Or maybe they're afraid of the gym more than they desire to be with you. The fear of the gym outweighs their desire to be with you. And so I understand. <clears throat> That's fine. Um, but I, I just wish everyone would stop complaining about it. Like I, I have sympathy for guys who put in the effort and they're still having trouble. Okay. I got that. And you're not like going after supermodels or anything. John Haug, 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 10 bucks. The, the economy is hurting exotic dancers, only fan girls, which is ironic because they voted for this. Guys in the 68 range need to be careful for the live-in girlfriend pitch. Remember, it's just situational. No, um, <clears throat> well, yeah, you're right. You're right, John. Why is the economy hurting the OnlyFans girls? Are are people getting laid off? Men can't afford this luxury anymore to give them money. Um, I do remember the housing crisis, that financial crisis, 2008, 2009, even 2007. Um. There weren't direct offers made, but there was suggestions that uh, girls would be okay if I paid them for sex, which, uh, which again, principally I'm not against, but I didn't, you know, dumb me. I didn't pick up on these things very clearly. I'm like, huh? What? Gee, I guess, yeah, I guess you could do that. Sure. Don't need my opinion. It's your, your hoo-ha. But yeah, principally, I'm, I'm, I see nothing wrong with it. <laughs> But that was your signal, Cappy. Oh, and would you be interested in this arrangement? I didn't. <clears throat> um, maybe. And but that was a no joke recession. I'm wondering are are we going back to that? Like things are drying up. Girls can't find work anymore. And uh, yeah, I could see a lot of girls like, oh, we need to live together. I can't afford rent. And I know a lot of guys older. Um, the women are like, hey, can you help me pay for rent? I think it was a guy, like a third of the girls he went through his dating. Maybe it was one of those online studies, but like a third of women asked him for money, just blatantly asked him for money. <clears throat> so they're, they're going to come for your resources. That's it's not, it's not 
unheard of. Not all women, of course, but but a lot will. Taiwando, two bucks. Don't you eat cappy? Bad, bad. Oh, don't you eat pussy cappy? Bad, bad cappy. I it's uh it's kind of rare, uh, but I don't deny it. Um, I think man, I don't I eat. I'm like, do I look that thin? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Hit him up, move him in, move him out. <clears throat> Taiwando, two euros. Cappy Black Pill Pivot. It's over, sis. Operation Evil 2. No, they won't listen to the truth. There is a small, we're talking like real femme sapien, Jennifer Hartnett, the nice girl, you know, Sarah Mahmood. These gals who tune in here, they're aware. The candidates, all right? There is, but they are less than 1%. And there is no reason to try to go and sell reality, truth, responsibility, success, hard work, labor, <clears throat> veracity, agency, purpose, and meaning in life to your average Western because they don't want it. They want the alternative, which is feel good. And someday, without you having to do work, you will find love, happiness, joy. That you know, Prince Charming is just around the corner. If you try to say you need to do X, and X involves any activity of hard work, responsibility, sacrifice, whether that's a STEM degree or saving money or hitting the gym or dieting or whatever else, they will they will reject it. It'll be like trying to run a Linux program on a Windows program uh, machine. It won't work. And so you have a choice, a philosophical choice. Do you tell women the truth? And oh, oh, by the way, if you tell them the truth, you will be ostracized and called a sexist misogynist. That do, 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 do. Maybe even lose your job or livelihood, even though you're genuinely trying to help them. <clears throat> or do you lie to them and tell them what they want to hear while making a profit off of it? The only option, because they will not accept it otherwise, is to tell them what they want to hear or nothing at all which I think there's a big silent ghosting operation or not operation, but movement <clears throat> and movement indicates it's, it's conscious. I think men are just ghosting. They're just not saying anything. They're leaving because they don't have the balls to tell women the truth because they don't want to get it. They don't, they just don't have the good men don't have the, the Machiavellianism in them to lie to women. They have morality that prevents them from lying to women. And so the only the third option is to just shut up and walk away. And so that's what a lot of men are, I think, are doing. Like us one on one. I think you could find Tom's um <clears throat> he has a show, by the way, still on. You should be able to find his new and old work on the internet. It is archived. Uh, Atham out there, two bucks. Tom like is a uh, Patrice O'Neill rock. Yep. And Patrice O'Neill's dead, isn't he? Sam Whiskey, two bucks. They don't respect wealth they can't see. Exactly. They don't even respect wealth. They, they, okay, Sam, very good point, generally speaking. They respect consumption. They respect expenditure. They do not respect wealth. Right. If you show them wealth, like here's my 401k balance, but you have a modest Toyota Camry, <clears throat> you live in a humble bachelor hut, and you work as a plumber, you're not spending the money. 
And you could have no wealth and be like your standard Winnetka, Wyzetta, Edina boomer and borrow money to spend it. They'll respect that, but there is no wealth behind it. It's other people's money. They do not respect wealth. They respect expenditure. They do not care how you finance that expenditure. They do, Someone say, someone quote me, do a frame or a meme. Women don't care about your balance sheet. They don't. They don't care about your balance sheet. They care about your credit card balance. That's what they care about. And they want the higher, the better. That means you're spending the money, generally speaking. I hate to keep it, but there are good girls out there who are financially savvy, you know, but if you want to play that flash your cash kind of thing, Tom S. two bucks. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Tom. Scott Swain, five bucks. Agreed about your VR coming soon after will be brain chips. Yes, yeah, Gary, but it will happen. Then we will actually feel the experience as if fully real. Yeah, I think that's more uh, <clears throat> replicating of the real thing. I also think it's cheaper. I, I think like the sex dolls are like thousands of dollars. Whereas I got an Oculus Quest and I play golf and, and uh, pistol whip. And that was like 300 bucks. I'm sure you could get it cheaper. And the, the graphics are really cool. Red Hawk. Five bucks. Thinking back to you and FNF episode with the OnlyFans girls. If our guys were chicks, we'd all be millionaires. Yeah. Well, assuming you knew to save the money. I was on with them and there they were. There were there were prostitutes on one side, uh, strippers on the other side. Legit, no joke, ladies of the evening. We're talking, and I found which I guess I'm like, these girls make more money than girls that go to college for the for the general things women go to college for. But also predictable. Did you save any of that money? No, they did not. Oh, you have kids you can't afford? Okay. I mean, you could give them the opportunity, but your girls are pissing away the money. And I know in, in a classic example, trying to help you girls save your money. Don't you tell me what you love, man. You just an old stubborn old white dude. Don't know. All right. I, okay. Go buy shoes. I don't get them. Uh, Jesse Force, 10 bucks. I've been with 40 some girls. The last two found it weird that I was trying to take them. Take them during it. Huh? The last two found it weird that I was trying to take them during it. Also, me wanting PG stuff done in return was demeaning. The juice really isn't worth the squeeze. <clears throat> take them during what? The date? Like have sex with them? And then also me wanting PG. Yeah, like just being nice to you. I, I'm not kidding. Just being nice to a guy is demeaning now. Boo, 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 boo. Alpha Maldeki, what, five bucks. The MP gave me her paycheck and said, here, use my money. This happened three times already. I want to think she really likes me by suspect ulterior mode. Yeah, she's, duh. Every main plate wants you to commit. Every, they all want you to commit. Here's my money. Thanks. This will compensate one ten thousandth of the amount of taxes your team voted to raise my taxes. That it? That it. All right. Uh, 
let's call it Curse of the High IQ. Get that book, Curse of the High IQ. For those of you that are tuning in and you feel like you're alone. If you're depressed, get that book. I'm not kidding. Get that book if you're depressed. Are you depressed? Get that book. It'll, for 15 bucks, it'll be a fraction of what it costs you to go talk to your therapist. Same amount of time to read it. You'll be like, oh, my God. And then the book of numbers, analyzing the RI and the pursuit of women. <clears throat> That's it. I'm out of here. Uh, thank you for all the donations, by the way. Been a fun time. Oh, thank you, Red Hawk. <clears throat> I missed. This is the Clary podcast, but I missed the good morning Corona Chan prayer. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Anything else? Django Geek, two bu five bucks a girl flaked on my on me yesterday, so I was forced to spend my day playing poker, shooting guns, and drinking whiskey. Oh, the terror. Screenshot that. Someone get that. There you go. There you go. See you guys later. Toodles.